V-E, mother lovers. Welcome to all of you mother lovers out there, all you cheers and chets. You like the way I did that? Very good. Welcome back to another show. Something you might not never know nothing about with myself, your host, Mice Diggy, and it's a 420. So happy 420, mother lovers. You know what time it is, boy. I've got my co-host, Dan DNA. What's going on, bruv? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. This yeah. room's not smoky enough yet. So not yet, we're just, we just Don't started. worry, man. We're just Four, getting started. 420's just started <laughs> for us. <laughs> We're just getting started, man. It's 4.20, meaning April the 20th, where we celebrate the birthday of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's Weedus's birthday today, man. You know what I mean? All praise is due. You can't do the sign. you got to do the sign of the leaf. Like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> you got to do the sign of the leaf, boy. <laughs> it's weed, this is birthday, you know what I mean? Shout out to the crew locked in. We appreciate everyone coming through each and every time. And especially on this day, we had to make sure we did a special for you lot, you know what I mean? Usually we're on a Wednesday, but we came today on a Thursday. That's right, Thor's day. We have the hammer of Thor striking on you mother lovers. Lightning, you know what I mean? What else? Thor represents Jupiter. Yeah. So what's that? Ju Jupiter? Jupiter is the father. We give thanks to the father name uh, Mary. The father can't be called Mary, innit? I guess that's the mother, Mary mm. Joanna. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll try and work this out. Look, yeah. we've got to work this out. This is what we do right here. Something you might not never know nothing about. We try and bring you that. Tonight, we have two special guests. Um, one of them, I believe we're waiting to find out if he's landed yet. He did warn me that he was going to be traveling on this day. Um, but by the time we come on, he should have landed. So I'm just waiting to get a, a message back from him. You know what I mean? If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's 420, man. These things, this is how things go down when people get blazed. Did anyone go down to Hyde Park? I'm wondering. And I'm hoping you lot, if you did, you got there early. Because, yeah, the weather just switched, boy. All of a sudden, you saw this gray blanket, this pavement-colored <laughs> blanket. <laughs> just <laughs> coming through the clouds is like yo you know what I mean there's people like yo brother I'm over here sending me locations and all that where they are in Hyde Park oh really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but once I yeah. saw the weather like that I was like yeah you know I ain't, yeah. I ain't making that mistake bro no, this is turns, that time by yeah. the way this is another part of the year where people yeah. say there's something going around this is when people believe that there's something going around because everyone seems to be getting a little bit ill a little bit sick it's funny because we're seeing the similar weather where it gets hot and cold all of a sudden. One minute you're hot, next minute you're cold. This is when your body's reacting in some form of way. Like, yo, that cold was kind of hardcore, bro. We might need to get rid of some of this. Uh, what is it you lot drink? Uh, Fanta. These, um, <laughs> these deep fried Mars bars. <laughs> battered Mars bars. Battered ice. We might need to sort that out. And then that's when you start 
getting a bit gunky. Start, all this is, is cleaning you. It's ridding you of some of the BS that you might have had during that time. So you should aid it. Drink a lot of water. Do you know what I mean? Get some rest. Don't eat too much, especially any BS. Don't eat too much rubbish. But don't eat too much anyway. You know what I mean? And you'll sort yourself out. It's yeah. something we all go through, man. I was thinking about something the other day, D. I was like, right. Yeah. You know, we forget that we all do a lot of things the same. And, you know, the, the idea of like, oh, you caught that thing from that guy over there. It's kind of like saying, right, did you take it? You pooped. Did you just poop? <laughs> right, you might have caught it from that guy there because he pooped as well. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But we yeah. just don't, we're not allowed to look. We've never been taught to look at it in that way. So it's proper like, Ugh. but anyway, let me give a shout out to the Uncommon Senses. You know, we love you, mother lovers. Each and every week. Shout to your more, you know what I mean? First Lady, your more, aka Diva One. What's going on? Shout to Robbie Love. Salute. <laughs> you look cracking joking there already. Big up to Liz Williams. Love, love, love. Shout out to the Tempest Elixir. What's going on, man? Well, let me get to some of these. So, Tempest has asked. What was that? I saw something about mice. Dan, people in the chat, how you all doing? On my way home um, with those monsters cookies. Let's <laughs> go to monsters cookies, boy. Jeez, do you know what? I had some edibles, yeah, but I didn't realize I finished most of them. I got some other ones, but I don't want to do them because I will mong out. <laughs> yeah, these Delta Eight um, gummies, man. They just have you like. They put it this way: if you want to get a good night's sleep, they're the ones. Right, like guaranteed. I wouldn't, if I took them on the show, I, it would be a bit disrespectful, <laughs> not only to the viewers, but to you, Dan, because I'll be here. I'll just be monged out. There'll be dribble. There'll be dribble. <laughs> dribble down one cheek. And we'll be talking, we'll be on a different type of 420. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll talk yeah. about a total other 420. Yeah. Dan's 420. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want to go there. No, we don't want to go there, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's hilarious, man. But let's find out what is the roll call today. Let's see how se people are celebrating Weedus' birthday today. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Shout out uh, to Packet Loss. Big up to uh, IBM C's. Yep, here we go. You already know, bruv. You know what I mean? What's the roll call, mother lovers? Let's find out what the roll call is. Uh, I'll let you lot know. There's some wedding crashes going on here. Um, what else have we got? We've got some purple sherbet. You know what I mean? We've got some um, jealousy. What else? Oh, man. we got, yeah, yeah, there's some. All right, Chem 4 crossed with uh, grapefruit. You know what I mean? That's just, I'll just sprinkle that on you lot just for now. Whilst I can, I'll try and remember what else is there. We've got some gummies as well. Shout out to Farmer Flavors. He's got the baked buds. It's something you might might not never know nothing about. And it's seriously, if you're doing any of these these edibles, please have supervision with you. Someone else who's doing them as well. <laughs> that way, that way you could work out where you're at. You look at the other person like, right, are they if they seem like they're they're cool and they're holding it, your mind's gonna be like, Yeah, I gotta hold this, I gotta hold this. But if they seem like they're wigging out, paranoia is gonna kick in, your mind's gonna mess you up. You might end up just puking on yourself or something. I don't know. I'm I'm praying that doesn't happen. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Lord, we just please do not let 
dying, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. I can't remember. Like, I mean, luckily in our religion, when you don't remember things, you can get <laughs> away with it. it. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> What's my man's name again? Don't worry, bro. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just burn that bush. Uh, no, it's Moses. Burn that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you, you, there's a burning bush in our Bible as well. Our Bible is made of hemp paper. I'll let you lot know. Do you know what I mean? There's a whole load of burning bush talking as well, isn't it? Uh, you can guarantee that. Big up to Regantology, 420 blessings. Yes, yes. The crew are coming in, man. Nice one, JM. What's going on? Yo, yo. He says, big up. Big up all the crew, them. Yeah. We're coming in. It's 420. I just want to say happy birthday again to Weedus. You know what I mean? Shout out to Vinny B. Uh, I spoke to Vinny B earlier, man. You know, he's going through some stuff. He did a long-ass interview with someone, and then it turns out they can't handle what was being said. It's like, bruv, come on, man. Come on. Like, if you're real, you're real. We're mm. definitely getting back. Hopefully, he can talk about it. But he's had a... Um, yeah, man, he's had a good um, run uh, of late as well, working with Bro Sanchez. Um, and getting a few guests on there. So um, definitely uh, go to that channel, to Bro Sanchez's channel, and check out the last few guests he's had on there. Um, Vinny B's been working with him a bit. So yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, man, people should be allowed to talk the talk. This is what we say. It shouldn't be like, um, uh, you know, we're always made a bit too aware of um, making people feel paranoid or worried or whatever with certain conversations. But then... You know, what are you going to do? Is that person just going to forever hide in the shadows? Like, or just kind of, you know, like, it's like they've got, what, what are they called? Where the, the horses have got the uh, blinds. Blink, blinkers. Blinkers, yeah. that's it, the blinkers. Is that it? You just keep the blinkers on all the way through your life. And your children, you're like, you got to yeah, pass them on to the kids. You make sure you wear these and don't. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's like, wake up, man. Don't be afraid, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't be afraid. It's like the opposite of the, the they live glasses. It's like the mm. right, they sleep blinkers. They die. <laughs> yeah, they live or they die, innit? Yeah. They die blinkers. Yeah, we should sell them. You should, innit? Yeah. We should sell they live glasses. I think the masks were more or less they live. <laughs> they, they die blinkers, innit? The masks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the equivalent. Yeah. People wear masks, it was like that. Yeah. It's hard to look over. Yeah, and what about the whole uh, um, sort of walking back the uh, the the quacks injury stuff that's happening recently, where suddenly every media yeah. outlet is is suddenly like, yeah, you do know these things weren't that good for you, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and this is the like I noticed that that was it seemed that that was hap that was what was happening because they were already doing it with. The things like the um, Ivermech and the Hydra, you know, all of that stuff. It seemed like that was that whole, they were trying to make out like, look, this is really good for you, but no, nobody should know about it. And it actually isn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, a synthetic yeah, yeah. thing. And then you're like, wow, what are they doing now then? And then you can see it was like, so then the people that had gone to take that are now feeling paranoid because they're hearing, oh, it's actually it's for worming horses or, mm. you know, all this, that and the third. Yeah. And I was like, right, this is going to happen for the quacks lot. 
Like, yeah. It's already been happening, coming out anyway for us. Like you're hearing this, that, and the third about all, all these stupid things about little, what were they calling them? Little alien globlets or whatever in there and all that BS. Like I don't believe none of it either, but um, it was obvious that now they're targeting the people that have gone and got it. And so, you know, I'm sure like all the listeners know already, like now people don't even want to talk about it. It's got to that point where yeah. they don't even want to talk. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 I can't talk about it. I'm not, you know, because, and I don't blame them because you now, you were already paranoid enough to go and get it, but now you're paranoid that you got it. You know what I mean? So who, mm. how are we helping you by going, oh, blah, 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 you know? Mm. Uh, like, I'd love to chat to people and just talk to them about how they can detox from it. Like, a lot of people don't know that you can reverse, uh, there's so many things. You can reverse Alzheimer's. You can reverse, um, um, you know, so, like so many different things that are to do with neurotoxic, um, neurological toxicity. Mm. Uh, and the way to do it is just like through your diet and through different exercises regarding like steaming and, you know, um, hot baths and all that, like sweating it out and obviously keeping yourself, you know, at an optimum level in terms of health. You, your body is that powerful that it will, it will clean it out, man. But, you know, people don't want to believe that. <laughs> no. They don't want to believe that. So what can you do, man? And yeah, so that's a sad thing that's going on right now. Um, that I think, you know, unfortunately for people, we're going to have to deal with and it might get, you know, a bit crazier, man. It might get a bit crazier for people. But I think, mm. w w what, for me anyway, I think the idea is to really dig deep, do the stuff you didn't do before to try and find out what's going on. And once you do, you'll find out like there's a whole bunch of blah, blah. You don't need to worry about it. You, <laughs> you don't need to, you know mm. what I mean? You don't need to think about, but until then, you're always going to be umming and ahhing and wanting, oh, actually, uh, uh, you know, like, yeah, but just in case, no, but I heard, duh, duh, duh. you're going to find out that all of this you heard, you blah, 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 like, no matter what level you think it's like, oh, right, these lot are telling the truth. It's just to keep, uh, like, a bunch of myths alive. Do you know what I mean? And as long as them myths are alive, you're always going to be edgy about certain bits of news. Yeah. No one understands that's what the I'm real, talking about. That's the real MK Ultra. Is that like, is that they 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 basically can they worked out that they can just scare the shit out of you into not talking about something or looking into it. You know, so there's certain myths out there that you're afraid to even now, even if someone just mentions something against your little mythology you've got built up in your head yeah. that you get a reaction of like, no, 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 I'm not not having that, no. And it's like, that's what they've, that's what the MK Ultra programming was. They worked out how they could, how they could put something in your head that makes you react to something unconsciously before you've even reacted to it consciously. That's deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, and that's how it works with movies and all that, isn't it? Yeah. Because working often, on a different level, like a level underneath your conscious reaction. Yeah, it's subconsciously, definitely. Yeah. That's the idea with the um, predictive programming. Mm. You know, like what they put in movies or in music, you know, like when people, when I remember when um, Pantomime started, then there was, who was it? It was like some hip hop tune, these cats that had put a rap in about, you know, you know, some kind of... Um, plague happening or whatever whatever and then people were going look see they predicted it in this tune and it was uh, I can't remember who mm -hmm. it was and they weren't even mad famous as well it was like an underground group but it still kind of hit a lot of people like see 
And there's so many different tactics that they use, man. You know, and that's why we enjoy doing shows like this where we can talk to people about, you know, and understand those type of tactics. Like, you know, like the book, obviously, from those same entities, but the art of war helps you understand that. You're like, when it's saying for you to know the ground that you're on, know what ground your enemy's on, and you start to understand how they work. From then, you can dodge them little tactics. Yeah. You know, it's like playing chess. If you know certain moves, you can already see what this guy's trying to do. Mm. But until you, you know, if you don't know the moves, bam, you're done. Your king's conquered, mate. Should we... Um, His conquers have been ripped off of him. Should we bring in... Yeah, let's do that, man. We, got? we might have some uh, interesting insight from uh, our, our guest. Our brother, yeah, definitely. Before we do that, let's just give a shout out to... Uh, the Canisers UK being that it is okay, 420 quick Canisers shout out you know what I mean shout out to Canisers of course Sam big up big up to the family uh, let me just show you what they got they've got uh, CBD Belgian chocolates they've got um, CBD Belgian chocolates uh, Indica as well as Sativa they have uh, natural CBD balms infused with Sativa you got Indica sprays Sativa sprays you spray it under the tongue or you can spray it on the skin even topical you know what I mean coconut oil paste full spectrum so you can get hey uno can get this <laughs> let me get <laughs> we like the blood clot too let me <laughs> yeah man so you can get that indica spray or you can get the sativa spray as well as a full spectrum spray so this this meaning that you'll get you know all parts of this of this wonderful plant that we talk about in terms of its CBD quality, you get all parts. The indica is known to be what kind of helps you relax a bit. You know what I mean? Mellows you down. And the sativa is known to be what can pick you up a bit. Uh, but if you've got both, you know what I mean? Either or, you go either way, bruv. Also, they have um, premium chocolates um, as well as chocolate stirrers. And they got some... Uh, like there's some sales on the um, gift packs as well, man. So you definitely hit up canisersuk.com. People should know by now um, the level of what CBD can do for you, you know, in, in, in terms of like whether you be uh, needing to get more sleep, whether you've got aches and pains, uh, inflammation. Um, there's various things that it can help you with. I feel personally like it's a sort of adaptogen. So it kind of, whatever you need, it can help you with in terms of... Um, what is available to do so like I said um, before if you are lacking sleep if you feel like you can't get much sleep it can help you get sleep then again if you feel like you don't have that much energy it can give you more energy do you know what I mean so it kind of adapts to and it's you know proven scientifically that we have um, receptors to the cannabinoids uh, that are inside the CBD and so that means, and this is from birth, like even um, breast milk has CBD in it. Do you know what I mean? So if people are ever wondering like, yeah, but what, how would that work out? How can we, you know, why? And this is why it works so well for us. And this is why they try their best to uh, demonize it. Do you know what I mean? Because there are definite benefits to it for each and everybody. Uh, and I don't believe smoking is the, uh, you know, highest quality benefit. I, I think the best benefits are more eating it raw or um, using it like this, like with the CBD um, type of thing. But, you know, at the same time, if you can handle it, you handle it, man. Go to canisersuk.com. 
Um, and make sure when you get to the checkout, after you order or whatever, get into the checkout. Um, type in S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. That's S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. That's the acronym for something you might not never know nothing about. And you'll get yourself 20% off any order from canaserzuk.com. Thank you very much, mother lovers. Selassie. Hey, big up to Mr. Green. What's going on, Famalam? In the building. Yes, Turbo Tubalicious. What's going on? Happy 420 to you both. <laughs> Yo, let's get the roll call going, man. You know what I mean? Whilst you do that, let's bring in one of my favorites, man. Jeez. My brother from another mother lover. You know, he comes on, always drops some gems. Always got me, you know, doing some research like on something he's dropped where i'm like oh my days okay so i love having a chat with this guy um let's get him on man mem dvg do you know what i mean aka the third member of wu-tang of our Wu- <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah man always what's going on bruv Can yeah you hear all us? good man thanks for having me on man hey always a pleasure Nothing. man happy 420 bruv yeah, likewise. Happy 420, everyone, man. If you uh, enjoyed, you had your, uh, your, your, you know, our, yeah, fourth, our version of Christmas here. dinner. I thought it'd be rude not to if we're doing a 420 oh, shit. show. So, yeah, man, I've got a little something here, man. You got your Christmas dinner right there. That's it. <laughs> got the joint. <laughs> yeah, that's the joint, isn't it? Leg of lamb right there, boy. Leg of lamb's bread. <laughs> <laughs> your leg of lamb's bread. Yeah, I'm vaping some Gorilla Glue as well. Nice. I've got a Blue Walker, which is Oof. a cross between Blue Ooh. Cheese and Skywalker, Skywalker apparently. Nice. Ooh, Skywalker OG with Cheese. That's all right. That's decent. Why? You're not playing around, man. Yeah, it's nice. It's, I like it, actually. It's quite... Because um, I'm, I'm more of a sativa person, usually. Mm. That's what gets me, like you said, researching, because... Mm. The sativa gets you high, yeah. and hence the sat is to do with the head, like the satellite high. Ah, sativa, sat. and it's to do with Saturn as well, which we're going to get into when I when we speak more about like the occult side of cannabis and whatever. Mm. And obviously, indica is like you said, more of a chiller chillers, but car the word car yeah. means earth as well so makes sense so indica gets you stoned yeah and sativa gets you high like a satellite Ah, (laughs) see it there there's a difference between being stoned and being high yeah when i'm high that's when i'm researching and reading books and watching videos Uh, but like when you're stoned for me personally I think when I'm stoned, I'm more of my ego and my lower self. Because mm. it gives me the munchies. I just want to eat and not do nothing. Mm. But whereas when I'm on sativa, it's the opposite. I want to like look into health things and start researching. And Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it all depends on the individual and... How you are as a person. This is another thing with 
smoking cannabis or using cannabis, people just think, oh, yeah, I'll just get some weed. But it doesn't work like that. Mm. It all depends on your personality. So I'd say if you're a very laid-back person and then you're smoking indica on top of it, it's going to make you super laid-back. So the way you would counterbalance that would, for me, be if you're proper laid-back and you need some motivation, have a sativa. Mm. Or if you're too hypo and you need to calm down, have an indica. indica yeah. So use it intelligently rather than... Just get we don't look at it in that way. Like we just think, oh, I'll just get something. Like, like sometimes, you know, like when you speak to people and you say, oh, what, what, you, what strain you smoking? And they go, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To me, like that winds me up because you got to know what you're ingesting yeah. in your body, and you got to know the effects of it. This is why people start getting paranoid and they say, oh, I can't handle yeah, it, and it yeah, makes yeah, me yeah. think things. It's because you're not researching in what you're doing. You might be having the wrong one for yeah, you. exactly. That's what I say to people. You though. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's not just as easy as, oh, let me just smoke some weed. Yeah. You've got to be a bit more, do some research in like what it is and what a sativa is and what an indica is and what yeah. a hybrid is yeah. and where they come from, like different parts of the world and... Yeah. You know, there's like so much to it. It's like a, like you said, the cannabis plant is such a big subject in itself. Like you can, there's so much to learn about it. It's not just about, yeah. And also as well, I think like, don't take me wrong. I smoke cannabis recreational as well, but really it's more of a, it's more of a kind of sacrament. You're not supposed to really do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that. then you're just abusing it. Do you get what I'm yeah, saying? So, really like, abuse. we're supposed to do it in, like... Increments. Like, at the right time, for example. Like, like, basically being more responsible while we're using it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, if I know, for example... I've got to go to work. I'm not going to go and smoke two zoots before I go to work of some heavy hitting indica mm. because obviously I'm not going to perform at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So if you do have that, go to work, come back home and then have some chill out and wind down. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we need to you. We need to use it properly as well do you get what i mean yeah i mean i'm like that with um shows like you probably heard it earlier with the um the um trade secrets the tune i did with uh hilltop hoods and right. i talk about i don't bun before a show because i don't want cotton mouth but yeah it's also exactly. it's not even just because of that it's just because well just because it's be, it happened when um i think the early years I used to blaze before a show and all that. And then there was one time where my mouth was so dry, you know what I mean? That I felt like, right, I don't think I could carry on with the show type thing. Yeah. Um, luckily, I managed to just squeeze out <laughs> you know, some juice from somewhere yeah, and sort yeah. myself out. But it was like so uncomfortable. And then another time I, I was drinking and blazing as well. And yeah. then I started rhyming. I was performing I started rhyming and then I came out of myself. Like I had this kind of out of body experience thing. Rah. And I had to try and handle it. I had to still spit, you know, do, 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 you know, it's all like rhythmic. So I'm trying yeah. to like keep myself together. 
but then feeling like I wasn't really there. And then, yeah. so after all of that, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to blaze before a show. I'm definitely not going to drink anyway, but yeah. I'm not going to blaze. And um, when I do after, because, and then I noticed the shows were way better. I'm more on point. I'm, more, I'm much yeah. more clear with it. I'm hyperactive anyway. So that's why, you know, it was easy. The, the show's even more liver. I'm blazing because to keep me, you know, like you're saying, you have yeah, to use it in a certain way. Yeah, it's the same with when I've recorded. So performing, it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same with when I record, bro. I don't think I've ever recorded. I don't think I've bunned and ever recorded. I mm. I do it just normal yeah, whenever I've I like, gone into the studio to record a tune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but I don't know, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but it's just like you say, there's, there's certain ways of... Rather, we've got to use it and not let it use us, yeah, ultimately. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not just with kind of, with anything. With food, with drink, with whatever Government. it Sex. is you do. Like, yeah. you just got to try and be disciplined. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't abuse anything. Uh, yeah, but, man. You... It's, it's like, um, yeah, man, it's weird. Like, with me, I go, like, I'm so up and down with discipline and phases like i can be like there's times where i get proper on it and then and then i've like i get knocked off and then i get on it and then i and it's like a constant <laughs> battle but yeah, yeah, ultimately yeah. that's what life's about isn't it so yeah, yeah i think as well like the way um you know because um historically you know it wasn't as um looked at as such a taboo as well yeah, and that taboo almost makes it, you know, like it's like that inversion. It's like once they've prohibited it and made it like, oh, this is outlawed and no one should be touching this, and this is for bad people, and this, then yeah. they're gonna be people like, oh, is it? Yeah, but it don't, you know, and then be like, no, I take it, and I'm not bad. Do you know what I mean? And then more people yeah. are gonna be drawn to it, and I feel like in a sense that the, the evolution of that has now made it become even more of a you know, an odd sort of novelty. Obviously, yeah. you're into it because you really like it and whatnot, but then it's it's promoted left, right, and center in a weird way. You yeah. know, obviously not the same here as in places where it's um, yeah. legal or whatever, but it's like, yeah, it's pushed so much in that way that now it becomes something that's like, yeah, you know, people talk about, yeah, Holy Blaze Cali, brother, Holy Blaze Cali, and it's like, yeah. be, you know, all of that kind of, it's just like, right. So, you, you know, that's definitely not... You're not doing it because of a sort of... You want respect out of it, in a way. You're not yeah, respecting... Yeah, I the, hate you know, stuff like, like that, bro. Like, that, what, re, that really winds me up, man. Well, oh, yeah, no. Is it Kelly, bro? Is it Kelly? Yeah, they're like, oh, I got it from a pack. I got it from a pack. Yeah, whatever, bro. Like, it doesn't matter. If it's good, it's good. No matter what it is, yeah, do you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You can... It's not about... The strain it's about how good it's been grown or how or you know like the person doing it if they've given it love or it's mm. a good version of that strain then it's good isn't it mm. so like like to me it's not about like as long as it's a nice version of whatever it is it's nice to me i'll, I'll you know there's so many strains i don't think there's a, str a strain that i say i don't like because they're all unique mm. and they have their own 
niceness to it. Do you get what I mean? There's never one where I thought, oh, this is nasty. Or I might have thought, oh, I really don't like the effect of this. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, What about flavour? But in terms of flavour, no, there's not one I can say I, I don't like the flavour of. Mm. Interesting. There's... Personally. I think as... Uh, I'm trying to think of a strain where I'm like, yeah, I'm not really... There's certain star dogs that have done that to me where I'm like, Bruh, uh, you, so, oh my god, that's the only one star <laughs> dog yeah. that like, like I don't know, man, it got me quite negative, man. Yeah, oh, I got you negative. Yeah. yeah, like really, like negative, and then that, that's the only one. If I had to pick one, it would be that. And the era when um, it was like. Do you remember after the Grit era? Do you remember the Grit era? Where what do you was, mean Grit era? Well, there was like, uh, there was a whole bunch of um, bud that just had grit on it or like little particles or something. Oh, right. Sometimes okay. it, it looked like it was sand or, you know, yeah. like people were saying it was the, you know them plants where they put it in, is it kind of fiber cast or fiberglass or something? Like yeah. Some right. kind of spongy yeah. that breaks down. Yeah. Like that. Then after then, it was like um, you had a there was like a flood of sort of East Asian like mainly Vietnamese growers like all around the country like mainly I think in South mainly and what they were doing were renting out houses and that gutting out the mid you know like the um, top, the first floor um, the first floor like you know floorboards or whatever so the, it was gutted out so you know ground floor and first floor was just one thing and then so they could just grow but they were growing really bad and it was always damp and all that that bud was disgusting that was like yeah. it was bad man that was like morning mouth but wow. like you just blazing you're just like yo i'm not do you know what i mean like there's been some bad yeah. times man <laughs> We've do you been know what some I've, rough times I've, I've come to found like <laughs> like bro like just see i'm not like i haven't been a bunner that that long it's not it's, it's only been like 10 years really mm. is so it? like so back the, back in the days when i came up to the lab and all that you weren't blazing it no i wasn't wow then. oh no, so that's why you were speaking about it like that because i remember when we were first talking and you said um that i think it was when you came to fubar and oh yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you ju you started blazing, and then that just got you writing, got you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's what got me on this journey of researching, and as well. You get what I'm saying? That's so crazy. like, crazy. That's deep. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, bro? Like, before 20, that, bro. don't take me wrong. I I used to study, but it was more like history, like right here, right now, kind of things, like. Mm. Like, obviously, having a Turkish background, like, I'd study, like, the Ottoman Empire and, you know, like, all the historical, that type of stuff. And were you I, going, like, um, you know, hidden knowledge with it or just sort of, were you just on the surface level? No, I was like, just on the surface. That's mm. what I'm saying. But then once I experimented using cannabis mm. and started using it, that's where it took me to the different, like, more... A different dimension and i was looking into like yeah. astrology and like um but like first i got into like the graham hancock and all that yeah, yeah, and yeah. then 
through that, I got into Santos, and then once I got into that, then that's when it what the journey went like pretty hardcore, if that makes sense. Well, I think when once you kind of like people like Santos, because I remember even mentioning to Dan, and Dan was like, "Oh yeah, 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 I remember him." And it's like after that, something clicks in it. You're like, because yeah, you're bro, watching like, and you're like, oh my days, bro. Yeah. I was watching one of his videos once, like, and and it's mad because like I think I've mentioned this before, but I was watching Graham Hancock mm. and he mentioned procession of the equinox, and mm. this was before anything. Before I was into like knowing about the stars, and I thought, what does that mean? Yeah, but I've typed it in in YouTube, and the first video that came up was a Santos video. So I thought, oh, I'll just watch it. And then in that video, he went into it and then he would done the wheel when he was talking about like how all the celeb and bro, wow. after that video, it's like I got slapped out of a dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, something happened, bro. After I watched that video, it was just like, it was just like, um, it was almost like um, a revelation in a sense that, wow, like this is it. Like it makes so much sense what he's saying. And it, and then it, that's what just led me into like, from like 2015 to 2019, mice, literally, I was on one, bruv. When I say that's on right. one, research. Like, I like quit my job and all of that. And I was just, I went into one kind of thing. Mm. What, and like, that's where you went I into... kind of got so into it. And yeah, I just, it just picked it all up. And, but the thing is, man, you're never into it too much, man, because even to this day, I find things every day and I'm like, Wow. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like sometimes I watch my old videos and I think, oh my God, like what I knew then to what I knew now. Mm, yeah, that would yeah, be yeah, like yeah. with this <laughs> when I watch this in five years time or yeah. whatever. I think, oh, I didn't know nothing back then because we're always evolving and growing. Do you get what I'm saying? So like that's why as well, when we give knowledge now, I, I see it in a way, I try to do it in the most humblest way possible in the sense that I'm not saying I know the full answer. This is just what I know so far. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. Yeah. that's going to change. Now I understand that it's going to change. But, and and so, this will change also. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. that? And this will change also. Yeah. So you just got to keep remembering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, and it's also that like you, you when you're first into it, in, when you sort of first go through an awakening, you sort of have to tell everyone about it all the time. Exactly. But then when it's when it's finally like sitting in your head in the way that it, because because first of all you go through a thing of like, um, you have to tell everyone because you're not even sure about it yourself. So you're sort of playing around with the ideas with everyone else. But then when you reach the point where you're like, no, I'm pretty sure I know this part now is is the truth mm. you just you can stop telling people about it because it's just in you it's just part of you now and yeah, if exactly. people want to know they want to know and you can't you know you can't um 
you can't like teach people something they don't want to know really mm. exactly. no one wants to learn something they don't want to learn yeah so I, when I, you're like no but you've got to listen to me you've got to people are like i don't want to listen to you yeah it pushes them away yeah they have to come to you away. that's yeah. the only way really the the ultimate way of you know the a, a person who's reached that point where it's like i want to know you you've got wisdom is when you understand that telling people isn't the way to teach people something that's true wisdom is you yeah. know is like not having to go around and tell everyone everything all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like, on people. Not arguing. They well. come to you instead. You know, like putting videos up is good because you put them up, and if you people want to watch them, they can watch them. You know, you're not putting it in anyone's face and telling them they have to watch it. And often it feels like if you come across because you've even given us an example already, Mem, is like when you come across something, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, right, I feel like I was supposed to see that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and then it gets you on that journey. Yeah. And so, yeah, if anything, at least it, that can happen to somebody. And they're like, yo, you know what? Right. They were, like, I remember, man, when the, I think it was like one of the last times I was on Facebook uh, until the lockdown happened, you know, and it was someone had put up about all that terrain theory stuff. But mm. I, I didn't know. I was, I was like, uh, what are they talking about, man? Like, you know, but then after like, so, you know, it must have been months after that. I was like, rah, whoever, I can't remember who it was though. I can't remember who it was, but if I could, I'd find them and say like, yo, thank you for that. Because I feel like that was a little sign that got me on this mad journey where I just had all this yeah. time, do you know what I mean? And worrying, thinking, oh my God, uh, uh, someone's uh, going to die, everyone's going to die type thing. And then going, yo, is that what they could do to me? Like, you know what I mean? I don't think I could get jerked like that, but they managed to do that for literally my whole life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they jerked me for my whole life. I've had little signs, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, luckily, I've had little signs along the way that made me think, like, damn, they're right, you know. They're right. They have, they've never proven it. It's, there's no, like, how can you prove it? Do you know what I mean? But them thing happens. So hopefully people can get that from us, man, for sure. And Mem, you're shining a lot of light um, for a lot of people, man. So we really appreciate you up in this mother lover. I'll tell you that right down there. I appreciate you guys as well, man, because it's good, like, that we have a kind of continual, like, relationship where yeah, we're kind of you, constantly sharing and updating each other, man. Mm. So likewise, yeah. isn't it? Like, we all learn from each other, man. Yeah, that's exactly. What it's about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. As soon as they like, stop talking to each other. Stay, stay away. Like, all right. You know what we got to do then? <laughs> we got to start talking to each other mm. and staying close. Do you know what I mean? Play them at their own game. Shout out to Mr. Green. He said he was thinking about the grit days. Yep, the grit days were dark, man. Those were some dark days with people. I know somebody who got had some lung infection or whatever. Mm. Yeah, because they're just blazing it. Man, you're going to get a little D. Some of them, yeah, bruv, it's the grit thing, you know. You're like, bruv, really? You're just shotting it like Anna Nutting. You know that there's some weird whatever. Um, like Tub said, man, Turbo Tubalish just said, whoever thought putting fiberglass in green was a good idea should be punished. That's right. Should be in front See, of again, the Again, no. The people who did that were obviously not people of who liked weed, or when I say liked it, were lovers of the plant or enthusiasts of the plant. Or, do you get what I'm saying? Obviously, the appreciation for it. That's just pure, like, business-minded, whatever the reason mm -hmm. for, of them doing it was. Do you get what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like, so then 
it just goes to show, like, even <laughs> Man said, people the li- you deal with or you get yeah. it for, or whatever, just, that's what I'm saying, it's complex, man, in, in, like, it's just like any subject or any field of knowledge, you got the people that actually do it for, like, or are into it for the right reasons or kind of have a love for it and then you got people who are just doing it for the money and don't give a shit. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's always mm. Yeah. That's in every field of whatever, whether it's music commerce, or whatever yeah. it is. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Anytime so, there's commerce involved, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when people but, get all mercurial on it. They get little you've got tricksters along the way, in it. There's yeah, that connection man, but, there with you know, you can see there's that connection there with it. So there's because the idea of it anyway is is quite tricky. It's like, you know, I'll swap this for this. And like, is this worth this though? You know? Is it worth me swapping for that or not? But then now we've got this cash system. And obviously, yeah, people want to make a lot of money. They want and that's when it becomes haram. You know what I mean? That's when it becomes usury, isn't it? That's like we ain't meant really meant to be doing that to each other. Because this is just to get by. This isn't to capitalize and, you know, become better than you in a monetary sense. Yeah. Um, that's where it gets all mustered yeah. up, man. So, yeah, we, you know, but I, 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 like, I know that Uncommon Sense is already know anyway, man. You got your, your, your go-to, you know what I mean? When you got your go-to people, that's it. You know, you're safe. You know, they respect it the same way you do. They can talk about it the same way you do. You know, you can, you can explore different strains you know that's the beautiful thing about coming together with people that know their um, their craft do you know what I mean yeah man it's, it's also about under, it's like having a relationship with what you're doing and why you're doing it and do you get what I'm saying rather than just doing it like no like it's like you're getting to know because obviously I don't try I'm not trying to get all philosophical here but it is like a relationship because you, you've got to know what the habits of it are mm. so then how it's going to affect you. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, people just need to be a bit more... Into... Um, yeah, like, just get in touch with it, basically. Yeah. I think tapping in, for sure. you got to tap yeah, into it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just get in touch with things a bit more rather than just doing it. That's really what I'm trying to say. Like, if you, you know, basically you go to your dealer, you don't just like, yeah, bam, bam, and done. You go look at it, you go smell it, squeeze it a bit, smell it some more. You know what I mean? You blow make it, sure. Blow it a kiss. Yeah, you make. Whisper well, something in his ear. You want to. Talk to it. You just want to make sure. <laughs> make sure it is, you know what I mean? And if it feels right, it feels right. If not, you go to the next pot. you be like, all right, let me look at this. Let me smell this one. Squeeze on it. Squeeze the booty a little bit. <laughs> squeeze the buds. Yeah, squeeze, <laughs> squeeze the buds. You know what I mean? Just to see, is, is it is it right for you? As opposed to just like, bam, 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 and done. And then when you get back, yeah, bro, mommy <laughs> gave me a grit thing, you know, from 2006. Yeah, just don't, don't just do that. Don't just do that grit. two minutes in and out, quick thing. Going in your deal and house, coming in, popping out real quick. And then yeah, man. Back in the car, Take back over time, again, man. play your computer game. You take gotta your take, time. yeah, take your time, man. You know what I mean? Ask him a few questions. 
<laughs> get to know, Ask how his day's been. Get to know the bud a bit more, man. You know what I mean? Before you take him out on a date, he's just out. Yeah, off. Yeah, peace, bruv. Pay your little 20s. So, <laughs> so um, Mr. Green saying, I don't understand the 420 thing. I'm licked every evening. Right. So exactly. You know what? Fair, <laughs> in all honesty, I totally agree with what that brother just said. Because, mm. like... It really, if you are a you like if you smoke cannabis, it is four twenty every day. Every so like, day. it's kind of pointless. But nevertheless, I guess it's just like a little. I don't know. Like it's just yeah. What well, it so to me? Christmas. If I'm being in all honesty, four twenty don't mean nothing to me. But it like yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's just. So yeah. what are the origins of four twenty? Do we know? Well. I from what I remember, <laughs> is it something to do with some guy in a court case and something was announced at four twenty or something like that? Yeah, there seems to be a, a few different. That's the one I know, but that's the only one I know. Basically, the official one is that some kids in the seventies was it? Yeah, that it's... were um, high school students, you know, or seniors, and they used to meet. At four twenty, at uh, and and at the uh, they used to meet at a statue of Louis Pasteur. Weirdly, wow. that's funny. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, then they was friends with somebody who was in the Grateful Dead, and th- someone in the Grateful Dead noticed that they kept saying four twenty to each other. And it spread apparently through the four through the Grateful Dead into popular culture because they're sort of weedhead band, you know. So it became this thing, four twenty, blaze it type thing, or you know, that became like a sort of catchphrase for the Grateful Dead. But you've got to remember, the Grateful Dead are CIA operatives as well. So you know, they were <clears throat> um, a sort of made up band from the nineteen sixties that the CIA sort of put together a, a stoner band to become like the sort of, you know, the Grateful Dead are like the face of, of sort of getting high in the sixties and seventies, you know, they became the sort of band that if you was a deadhead, it was a, it was sort of like a, a sign that you smoked weed and that you wore, you know, you wore a Grateful Dead t-shirt and, and then someone else in another town knew, Oh yeah, he smokes weed. Oh, he's into the Grateful Dead. You know, so they were sort of like a, an acceptable, I suppose um, when they when they sort of like uh, subverted the hippie thing and turned it into like a sort of um, a harmless phenomenon, you know, what something that turned from 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 something that was going to sort of um, change the establishment, they sort of turned it into like a harmless movement instead you know they killed the hippies essentially and made it into like a sort of harmless musical thing whereas before it was like a sort of political musical Mm. artistic movement and they and they sort of subverted it so they put bands like uh the grateful dead in there as a sort of um steam valve for people i suppose so they weren't getting into some of the more dangerous bands with more dangerous opinions and yeah you know more more politically um volatile or revolutionary people so they sort of silenced all of those and they put bands like that in the place and then there's um 
uh, a good um, book called um, Weird Sounds. Weird Sounds in the... No, what is it called? Say something about Laurel Canyon anyways. In America, there was an yeah, area Laurel called Canyon, Laurel Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Where they set up like a whole... The whole hippie popular music scene was set up yeah, from Laurel Canyon in, yeah, in LA. Yeah. So, um, and that again ties in with the Grateful Dead thing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there seems to be a whole thing about Laurel Canyon where they're saying it's, you know, it's possible that a lot of these, um, you know, bands... Counterculture bands, really. Ca- yeah, yeah counterculture. It was all, sort it's all CIA. Of... <laughs> yeah, Jim Morrison's dad was the the admiral in charge of the the false flag operation that got America into the Vietnam War. Mm. Um, other pe- there's other other famous hippies that their parents were, you know, I think it's like David Crosby or someone from Crosby, Stills and Nash, whose dad was like a part of the, you know, the, the elites in America, and you know, you got all these sort of connections to the elites and and the cia with all of these supposed counterculture figures from Mm. the 60s so yeah the grateful dead are a similar sort of thing grateful dead were promoting things like transhumanism uh ai you know a lot of their lot of their sort of lyrics and all that are sort of promoting these sorts of ideas um so i guess um so 420 sort of ties in with them Really, that's who popularized it. Apparently, that's who popularized. Yeah, they, that's who popularized. They popularized it, yeah. the phrase "420." Who knows how it was planted or why it was planted? Yeah, there's there's other theories that, out there. That they've done it to cover up other things that happened on 420. 20, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, or so they, even they to create, make people kind of or more or less because it's it's quite a celebration. Yeah, you know, so it's, people are celebrating on these sort of dark days. Yeah, know? I think it was Columbine happened on 420. Yeah, or like that. and then um, obviously. Um, it's your man's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was birthday and that's kind of weird people celebrating. But anyway, what's the other thing I was going to say, though, is um, that um, they're saying there were, I think it was to do with these, you know, kids in school or something like that. They used to walk past each other. Um, I think it was in California. Yeah, they used to walk past each other in school and just say 420. Mm-hmm. So meaning like they just knew, you know, they're saying it was almost like telepathic where they just knew, all right, yeah, we're going to go blaze. And then they'd meet after school at 420 and then smoke some weed. And so this, and that was like in the 70s or something like that. Yeah, I think that's the same story, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. They used to meet at the statue of, of Louis Pasteur in the... Mm. I don't know why that to meet at the statue of Louis well, Pasteur. Know, it, Tie, it all ties in. Yeah, kind of, you know, it makes you crazy. Statue of what, Dan? A Louis statue Pasteur. of Louis Pasteur, the, the, the guy who invented the first vaccine. Yeah, more or less the reason. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now you know why his name is in the story. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, yo, that's some shit you might not never have known nothing about. So, and it's funny because I'm nearly finishing that book, uh, Pasteur... Um, was it Bachamp versus Pasteur? Yeah. So I'm reading it in France, you know, on the train and yeah. all that. And uh, man, there's places where I see, you know, posters or you might see some kind of mural or whatever for Pasteur. And I was reading it on the train and there was a man, you know, next to me, French man. He's like, oh, you know, when people are trying not to look like they're looking at your book, but it's obvious they are because they've got crook neck. So you couldn't <laughs> even really style it out. So I went, look, I said, oh, look, look, this is what it is. Shows him the cover. I goes, oh, have you ever heard of this guy? 
He goes, no, no, I don't know Pastor. I said, yo, do you know Pastor? And he says, oh, yes, yes, I know him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> luckily. Like that. He goes to me, luckily. I, don't. I was like, man. I was like, yo, you should get this book. But then I thought it might even be banned or it might have been banned. It's an old there. book, ain't it? It's from mm. like 1920s. Yeah, it's an old book, but you should get it. Um, Beauchamp versus Pasteur. Um, it's very, I mean, it's telling. Like, it's it's based, it's all based on, like, you know, factual history that you can go and check um, all the sources and whatnot. And um, it just sh goes to show how we can get into a place like this where they can just shut down the whole world off of just something they put on the TV and tell you and everyone else tells you because they're seeing it on the same TV or same screens and same um, outlets and whatnot. But this is, it, it's like from beyond that time, you know, and then up until that era, which was like the 1850s or around that time, um, going into the late 1800s, you can see like, wow, all this managed to happen around then and it's no wonder, like it, all it takes is just for somebody to have enough power and enough influence and be involved with government industries and whatnot. And then bam, they can just make sure that their story is what everyone talks and, and anyone else talking, anyone different is crazy or they could get shunned out or they won't get any more. You won't get any more work because I'll make sure of it. You know what I mean? It's that simple. Mm. And then that grows throughout the world that grows throughout the whole world and bam, everyone's working on the same system and it's off of people like that. The, the people that they were blazing for 420. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good uh, one for uh, April the 19th crazy, here. Um, because I, was, I thought it was something to do with April the 19th and April the 20th. Mm. I thought there was some events. I think it was like Waco was April the 19th. And what was it? Um, I think but, but I've just found this one. Um, April the 19th is the first day of the 13-day satanic ritual day relating to fire, the fire god Baal or... Molo, Molech Nimrod, the sun god, also known as Saturn. This day is a major human sacrifice day demanding blood and fire sacrifice with an emphasis on children. So that was the day that they... <laughs> what the... F <laughs> yeah. What that the is so hell? interesting, Dan, because Saturn ties into cannabis. Mm -hmm. And yeah... Uh, I don't know if you want me to go in. Yes, it. please. That's, please. That's, That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying for. to trigger you. That's what we're trying here to for. Set you off. Basically, Jeez. in astrology, mm. in medical astrology, each plant is assigned to a particular planet, and yeah. cannabis is a, and hemp is assigned to Saturn. Saturn. Oh my gosh! And the reason for that is because obviously, you know, like Saturn is about boundaries and like time, and he's the ruler of time. Yeah, because time so goes mad slow. When you smoke, it breaks that boundary. Mm -hmm. And then you go kind of outside of the... You can see things outside of the boundary. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So then that's why it kind of relates to Saturn. Mm. So like... and um, That's why we blow smoke rings. Yeah, and also... Uh, I've got a book. It's called Libra 420... And it's li literally, it's like 800 pages long. And it's about how all the different, like, cultures and, like, religious groups or uh, Masonic orders and, like, how different cultures from all around the world mm. use the plant. Oh, serious? Like, yeah, I've got the PDF. I can send it to you. Yeah, please do that, man. And, yeah, like... Um, 
in there it was explained that's where I learned that um cannabis was uh related to the planet Saturn mm. basically because then when you look at words like the chronic it comes from Kronos mm. which yeah. is Saturn yeah. as well oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, if I had a bomb right now <laughs> So Jeez. that's right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you got that. Um, yeah, because also in medical astrology, Saturn corresponds with chronic illnesses. But anyway, I'm kind of going off the topic. It's not off the topic. No, but, no, no, no. Keep going. But, um, yeah, so... Yeah, so ultimately, cannabis relates to the planet Saturn in like alchemy and herbology and medical astrology in all that like field of knowledge as well. Yeah. But a lot of people I've spoke to say they also see like a connection with Neptune because like Neptune's like at the third eye and all that type of stuff. But if I'm going to go like with what you can actually source and read about and mm. like academic stuff, it's Saturn, basically. Because mm. Saturn is a teacher as well. It's about wisdom. Yeah. yeah and father, also, like, for example, in, in the astrological will, right, you've got three, three of the signs that correlate with Saturn specifically. And they are Libra, Capricorn, and Aquarius. And I have this again. This is my Libra, own Capricorn and Aquarius. and Aquarius. And these, this is my own syncretism. This is I haven't read this in a book. This is just what I have syncretized myself. Yeah. So Capricorn is an Earth sign. So I, which is ruled by Saturn. So I correlate that with Indica, and then Aquarius, which is ruled by Saturn, which is an air sign. And is the motto of I know is the sativa. And then Libra, which is the scales where Saturn exalts in the chart, mm. is the hybrid. Because Libra's the both. Do you get what I'm saying? So and those three signs specifically correlate with Saturn. So I've kind of just synced those three together myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So wait, hey, oh, that's deep, man. Yeah, there's a lot in there, isn't it? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But like, um, yeah, like I've been doing a lot of kind of, so that's like the kind of astrological side of my knowledge of like cannabis. But I've been also been doing a lot of reading into like, because um, you know I do a lot of, researching like um like the occultism of islam and stuff like that yeah yeah and um i've been doing some reading on how like a lot of old sufi groups um and shia muslim groups kind of used to use cannabis in their ceremonies because they say it helped them create a connection with god basically and there was a particular group called the Assassins, but they were also known as the Hashashins, as in like Hashish, word, Hashish. 
And they were like a particular order who kind of used to use cannabis in their rituals and stuff like that. And they yeah. say that they got their traditions from like the Zoroastrians and the Persians, yeah. basically. So like there's that. And also um, mm. in the Quran, there is a particular surah. I think it's the cave. If I'm not mistaken, it's, I could be mistaken about the name of the actual surah, but um, Moses connects with a guy who's called the Green Man. He's called Al-Qadir or Al-Qazir. And then I was reading in a book that this Green Man in that story is actually a, meta a metaphor for cannabis because this guy is like an intermediary between Moses and God Ooh, in the Quran. The but he's voice. called the Green One. And apparently the more esoteric circles of Islam believe that this is a metaphor for cannabis. And this is how Muhammad traveled the seven heavens and got the revelation from God because he came in touch with that green man. And there's so much to it, so but I'm just giving you guys. He went and met his dealer. Yeah, basically. Pack. He got his pack. <laughs> yeah, come back. And then come back. Much. He's like, yo, I got, bruv, I know exactly what it is now. I know exactly and like, what it is. And by the life. way, ah. all, this, all this stuff I'm saying is I've got, it's all in books. And like, it's in it's in three different books that I've got. One is uh, Lead Before 20, which I just explained to um, Mice a minute ago. Mm. Another one is from a book called The Gods of Eden. Eden by William Bramley. Mm. And then the third one is from a university paper called uh, Cannabis in Turkic and Islamic Cultures. Wow. So they're the three things I read to like get a lot of this information from. And what's the story with the burning bush? Yeah, exactly. Moses and the burning uh, bush. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was just making sure. He met God in a place called Pineal, which is obviously the pineal wow. gland. Wow. And so on. So... Yeah, it's all there, man. If you if you just study and you can read between the lines, mm. it's all in there, man. It's been around. It's been here for a minute. It's no wonder, in it. And and like we're going back to the whole fact that we have receptors to this. You know, there's a reason why it affects us in the way it does. That it makes us feel better in some form or way. You know what I mean? So of course it's going to be in the scriptures. Of course, man. Right, got, um, we got we got our other guests coming through. Yes, I'm glad he's landed. You know what I mean? He, he went on a little trip, a little journey, 420 journey, flew around the world, came back. What's going on, man? Happy 420, mother lovers. Some shit you might not never know nothing about. I'm your host, my Stiggy. I got my co-host Dan DNA. We got our brother DVG, Conscious Minds TV. And a special guest coming up right about now as well. This man, legend, you know what I mean? For him to give us his time, i got to say, that, you know, I appreciate it, man, because this guy is a hard-working mother lover and been doing it for years, has, has, has inspired many because he's, he's carved his own path within this world, uh, presenting, you know, this art form that we all love called Hip Hop 50 years old, by the way, this year. 
You know what I mean? I'm talking about the music, the, the culture, by the way, not the gentleman about to come in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, close, though. He, <laughs> is it? Oh, we're close. close <laughs> Yo, and you know, it, like for me, it's such an honor to be able to like um, be part of uh, something that he presents every year. So I get to host this event. It's a free event. It's out in the park. Do you know what I mean? Sparfields Park. It's every 1st of May. And it's, it's a celebration for the end of, of a perfect weekend of breaking convention, man. Ladies and gents, let's get some fire emojis, man. Some love, some flowers. You know what type of flowers we're talking about. For the one and only John Z D. Yes, man. <laughs> yes, my hey, What's going on, man? I'm good, man. Thank you for inviting me. Ah, man. man. Thanks for coming through, bruv. It's appreciated, man. Highly, bruv. Trust. Highly. Highly. Hey, happy 420, <laughs> man. <laughs> I usually cancel everything today mm. for that very same reason, said reason that we're talking about. I just want to big up the brother right now, talking about the um the the hash bollers. Yes, yeah? that's DVG. DVG, yeah. this is John Z D. I'm not sure you guys must have bumped into each other somewhere. Nice to but... meet you, brother. Respect, brother. Hey, Listen, love what you was on, what you were talking about just now, because when I was in um, Holland, about, and I'm talking like 1991, 92 sides, yeah? Oh, we bucked up on this um, group of men that changed their name and messed with his ballos, mm. and they called their crew hash ballers. Ah. You know I mean? So, and, you know, them brothers was Muslim as well, you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, man, I related to that when you said Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. This is what we get into over here, man. We talk, we get deep, Jonesy, you know, like, we talk the talk that people don't want to talk when they're out talking. You know what I mean? Because it's, that, you gotta do it somewhere. You gotta do it somewhere. I mean, <laughs> yes, man. So, Thanks yeah. for coming through, brother, man. So I, I want um, people to know um, who John Z D is, basically, because you know we we call these guys the uncommon senses. We we were common senses before, but we realized over the years, especially the last three years, that. Common sense is not that common. It's uncommon. So now we got to be the uncommon senses. And a few, I'm sure everyone knows who you are, but just in case people don't, please introduce yourself. You know, let people... This guy... Anyway, man. Yeah, let people know what you do or what you've done and how you do it, brother lover. <laughs> it's long. It's long. But yeah, yeah man. I'm, I, I am the MC John ZD. Mm. And I used to rap a lot more back mm. in the day. Um... With man like MC Mello, you know what I mean? Uh, we toured. Oh, I just saw a message up about the Guru man. It's 13 years since he passed on. I remember MC guru, Mello. Yeah. He brought me on to um, tour with basically Gate Guru and Jeru the Damager. This was in 1995, and I guess nobody knew me that much of as a as an MC. But I randomly ended up around at um, Sparky Ski's house. He's the producer of MC Mellow. And yeah, we were recording some tracks. Mellow heard me and he was like, all right, you've got to come with me on this tour. So um, yeah, I guess that was the, the way it kind of started when it comes to profile. Mm. But originally, I'm from Bow E3, East London, where a lot of the whole grime thing started coming from you know what I mean mm -hmm. um, people like Wiley and stuff they're like a generation um, below us mm. from 
London, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I moved out, ended up moving to Islington, just so happens to be near Sadler's Rolls Theatre. Um, wow. And I started doing, I guess, what you call hip-hop theatre because of my, I guess, opposite up- upbringing when it comes to culture. Because I ended up doing contemporary dance and classical ballet. Oh, no, serious? Yeah, dude. This was like wow. late 80s, 89 to 92. Wow. I was training at London Contemporary Dance School. How did yeah? you get into that? So basically, we used to do contemporary dance in school. Yeah. And, you know, man's love dance because I was doing all these windmills and this, that, and the other. Mm. But I was doing it within the context of contemporary dance, you know. And at the time, there wasn't that much of that. But I threw myself into this thing, yeah? Simultaneously doing the rap thing at the same time. And the last thing I wanted the MCs to know was I was wearing, you know, like... <laughs> what was it? Because I was going to ask, when you're saying contemporary dance at that time, you're saying in the late 80s, was yeah. that like fame? Was contemporary yeah. dance like fame? Fame! Yeah. I'm gonna live forever. I forever. I want yes, a little disco Wow, Leroy, was it Leroy? Yeah, Leroy, mate. You was Leroy from fame, and I was Leroy from fame. But you can rap. But you can rap. Trying to wear tights. Yeah, leg warmers. And one day I got the baptism of fire, brethren. Yeah, I ended up getting so I was at Lewisham College. And I walked down the stairs, yeah, walking into class, ballet class, proper late, yeah. <laughs> and the teacher, she was like, oh, no, you can't join my class without doc, without tights. Yeah, and I was like, right, cool, I ain't got one, so I'll sit out. <laughs> she was like, hey, John Z, you can wear these. And she come out with these, like, Five denier tights, right? Like see-through and that. <laughs> I had, I didn't have a jock strap, yeah, which is like called a dance belt, and I had these baggy wide fronts, yeah. So I had to slide these five denier tights yeah. over my wide fronts and go up to the <laughs> ballet bar to a chorus of yo. <laughs> yo. Someone needs to bring that look back. <laughs> You just looking all boy. You just looking all crumpled. The line wasn't you clean. You get and, me? And like a badly put on nappy boy. Like <laughs> Madre couldn't really put the nappy. Four twenty. Madre's trying to put the nappy on four twenty. My brothers come check me out. My brothers from both. Like they come through, and I didn't realize they were gonna come early. So. I'm finishing class and I'm looking through the window and I see my man's there like, no, don't you know? <laughs> my eyes are burning up. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was yeah. a message, boy. Jeez. But you know what? That was then. Remember mm. back then, like, we were a lot more strict about, mm. you know, what you're meant to wear, this, that, and the other. Nowadays, I'm good. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm good. It's so, true, you know. It's true. <laughs> you can wear anything yeah. that you can have your balls you... hanging out and thing. It's all good. Yeah, you'll I mean? be on the train. No one won't bat an island, man. They'll, do you want to sit here? They'll ask you if you <laughs> that <laughs> right, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, man. The way people dress up now is crazy. 
So anyway, right. <laughs> um, so I started doing this hip hop theater thing around 1995. I did a show called Lyrical Theater, which I performed at the Oval House Theater when it was alive in Brixton. Um, and yeah, man, it all just set off from there. Basically, um, I felt as though all of my polarized identities came together by doing hip hop in the theater. You know, what I mean, mm. rap as text, as language, breaking as poetry, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I joined Sadler's Wells around 19, or 2003, and we did our first festival, 2004, breaking convention. Wow. Bringing together um, hip-hop dance from France, from Montreal, from America, um, and working with UK artists as well. Um, and I, the, the, one of the mantras that I use at Breaking Convention is the best hip-hop dance theatre from around the world and around the corner. So there was always a point nice. to bring major artists. Like the first one, we had Electric Boogaloos, some of the first poppers, like Poppin' Pete wow. from the film Dance, you know what I mean? Yeah. We also brought Tommy the Clown, who initiated the Crump Dance mm, movement. Jeez. You know I mean? mm. uh, so he was there. Um, there was a guy called Rennie Harris, pure movement he was one of the first man i saw doing hip-hop dance in the theater back in the day mm. um and yeah and i was hosting it man you know what i mean 20 years ago boom that's crazy the right all of the broadsheets just loved the thing because they'd never seen like high quality hip-hop dance in mm. these spaces of so-called high art like mm. sadler's wells you know what i mean mm, yeah so the broadsheets just loved the thing you know and and yeah, we're celebrating our 20-year anniversary now. Jeez, man. That's crazy. Happy birthday, boy. 20 years, bruv. Yes, and, and yeah. 10 years ago, um, where we had our 10th year anniversary, was the first time that we did the Park Jam. Wow, was that the first time? 10 years ago, bruv. It's just gone like that, isn't it? Are you serious? It's been 10 years. 10 years, brother. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. I've been there every one, innit? You've been there every one, brother. 10 years already, man. That's crazy. Okay. So it's going to be a big one this year. You mother lovers better get on down there. Spa Fields, which is, um, what's the nearest station? Is it Angel? Um, Yeah, I guess Angel. Clark and Barrington. Farrington's well, close as yeah. well. Um, but but yeah, man, day, um, man. We've got a lovely lineup. Yeah, who's on the bill? I have that, oh, is it still a secret? Yeah. Come out, mate. It's uh, just come out. It's just come out. Boy. We got Ginny Man. Jeez. The- oh. <laughs> 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 That's got to be big. That's got to be big. Skinny Man, yeah. More or less Skinny. in his hometown. You know what I mean? He's around the corner, man. Exactly. Jeez. We've got Lady Likes. Wow, Lady Likes. Okay. Okay. Love her. Jeez. When I first heard, I think it was her and Lady Leisure, I see them battering up one um, open mic somewhere. Mm. Uh, It was on the radio as well. Like It was one of them live things. And yeah, I thought that she smashed it. Obviously, Lady Leisure's just killed it now. But I just nobody had heard of or, or known what Lady Likes is up to. Mm. And then I just saw her do a little freestyle the other day and I was like, nah, she's got to come through. So we managed yeah. to get her. So Lady Likes Heavy. and Skinny Man 
a headline in this one. And as usual, we've got all the other festivities. We've got the live graffiti. Mm -hmm. We've got some music in the, the dance space where people... What well, is it? Not even the dance space. It's the... Um, the basketball court. Of course, here, there. Yeah. Uh, We've got DJ Debo, a few other DJs. We've got Sarah Love. Jeez. Ah, oh, wicked. Love. Heavy. That's heavy. Oh, boy. It's mm. going to be a party, man. You blitz um, yourself, Mass Law. Yeah. Host, end of the week, freestyle things. Oh, um, sheesh. Yeah, man. It's going to be band. Cool. Is there a band there as well? There's a band. We've got Quake Bass, who's going to be running the drums. Um, and he's got a basis with right him. There. Can't remember his name, but yeah, man, it's gonna be a real nice one. Yeah, yeah, as always, man, always, every year, man, without failure. You know what I mean? There's good energy, good vibes, and and the thing about it as well is it's a family thing. So you know, you can bring the whole family there. It's not about you know just the man them or just yeah the elders. It's like everyone's there, old, young, and everyone's celebrating. Especially you know being that it's. Okay, 20 years of breaking convention, 10 years breaking convention, uh, Park Jam, 50 years of hip hop. Come on. Yeah, I, I think it's time, mother lovers. Get yourself out there. If you ain't getting out, you're just sitting at home all the time on a computer. Come on, man. Get your ass out there. No matter where you're from, either, man. I'm telling you, it's like our carnival. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It Especially really is, for UK man. hip hop. It's like our carnival, man, because it doesn't happen. Um, every time that we get to do this throughout the year. So at least when there's once a year, well, you know, look at that. Uh, there's a website people can go to, which is uh, breakingconvention.com. You can find out more information. Can you talk about the actual, um, the, the the proceedings, like what happens? Because I think you start on Friday, right? That's right. So this Friday, um, the 28th, we're going to start with a small exclusive event mm. in the small space at the Lillian Bayless, which is in Sadler's Wells and Angel. And it's, this year it's going to be called Ladies First. Mm. Yeah? Okay. Ladies First. And we're not going to get too complicated over what a lady is for this particular event. A womb um, man, right? A womb <laughs> man. A man with womb. Womb man. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. It's not that hard. Um, a woman by the name of Dion Reed. She's going to be hosting. Wonderful singer, funny host. Um, we've got um, Pat Francois doing some dope new piece that she's got mm. that she performed at Word Becomes Flesh. You've never seen Cat Francois perform like you're going to see on Friday because she does hula hoops oh. and poetry at the same time. So what? Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right, that's level. Is that's that, practice. Is, is, do, I, do I remember Cat Francois from like uh, Poetry Slam nights or something? That's is that, yeah, Cat Francois. Yeah. Same said one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's been on the circuit for many years, yeah. but she's also been very physical. You know what I mean? She she does a lot of fitness and mm. and during the last three years, she was doing a lot of that stuff on Zoom. Um, but yeah, she's been killing it, and this is a mm. chance for her to bring her two interests big time. That's really um, cool, man. Yeah, so excited about that. Um, we got a few other females killing it. We got Nikki Yo, who's going to be playing the piano. Um, we got Ash. Uh, what's her, uh, sorry, sorry, her name Natalie James. Mm. She's going to be doing some hanging upside down on a rope, doing some beautiful stuff. <laughs> yeah, what? 
And we've got some surprise guests for you down there. So, yeah, man, that's going to be interesting. The tickets, I mean, basically the festival's sold out, but mm. you can get tickets for the Friday night. Um, it's crazy, dude. The festival's sold it's out always, at Stanford. You always sell out, man. 2,800 or wow. something ridiculous like that, people come through for the festival. Crazy, but, um, but yeah, on, on, on the main stage on the Saturday, Sunday, 29th and 30th, we have got late twins. Oh, jeez, <laughs> straight out of they're from Paris, is it? Paris, All right? Late twins. If people don't know about late twins, they're crazy. Two twins, obviously, that can dance, but they they come up with just crazy ass ideas and moves and you know you're just like what i didn't think your body could do that type thing amazing yeah. and they've been doing it for a minute as well i think you you yeah. probably were the ones to introduce us to them over here yeah we five years ago they did their first big show over here mm. i'm not sure if they've done any battles and stuff but their first major show was definitely breaking convention five years ago mm. um so they're always going to be dope we've also got um these amazing lockers, yeah, Ghetto Funk Collective from Holland. But they Dude. are killing the scene when it comes to locking. They're doing a, a celebration of James Brown music, and it's going to be a piece called On The One. So, yeah, that's going to be super fresh. Maybe. We've got from Korea a crew called Mover featuring B-Boy Pocket and B-Boy Rocket, mm. and their name just so happened to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> That works, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we've got Chloe Dean. She's been doing a lot of stuff with Lil Sims lately. So she's going to present some of her work with the dancers that she works with. Mm. Um, she's been doing breaking convention for about 15 years as well. I've and seen. the I've seen people grow through this. Just the other day, there was the Olivier Awards, right? Mm. That's, you know, for posh theatre. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the leotards without the uh, white ones, isn't it? Yeah, but now we can proudly say we didn't need leotards yeah, to yeah. win awards. Man like Ivan Blackstock, he won an award for his show called um, Trap Lords, which I was helping him on, which mm. I'm happy to say. Yeah. And also a woman by the name of Pat. Um, ah, what's her surname? She's got a proper name, but I know her as Cat Katniss. But she was up for um, uh, best perform, best yeah, best performer mm. in this piece um, by Kwame called what was the name of that piece? Spoken Movement. His company is, Spoken and they was up for an award. Man like Dixon and B, he won an award for for something. Mm. But yeah, and I was there. In my flipping black and white, what do you call them? Tuxedo and that. Oh, you know, you tuxed out. Oh, and that. You know what, what? I mean? What? wears the breaking convention brand all the time. <laughs> yeah. But well, I went there dressed as penguin. You got to get a breaking convention tuxedo sorted next week. Yeah, Bridget. Yeah. I like what, you what you're do. talking. I yeah. wish you told me about four weeks before because then I would have organized it. Well, it sounds like you're probably going to have to get one anyway. There's going to be more of that happening, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, it don't sound like you're stopping <laughs> anytime soon. So I'm sure more awards are coming, bruv. If you're breaking down walls like that, man, that's, Johnsy, that's massive. You know, from where you've come from, yeah, and then and then growing it within obviously you know the country making it a worldwide thing like uh, people don't you you're not even going into the fact that you tour it around the world 
as well. And then... Our, our uh, first international date, which was in 2013, mm. was at Harlem Apollo. Yeah? Oh, I remember that. If there I remember that, any yeah. theatre that you would choose to be your first event mm. outside the country, I would choose Harlem Apollo. The thing is, I didn't even choose them. They chose us. You know Serious. What I mean? Wow. Jeez. They chose us. And they were very brave. I mean, to to get a, an organisation from London mm. to go to New York to show them what hip-hop theatre is, mm. is like selling snow to an Inuit. Yeah, that must have been... It must have been quite nerve-wracking in that sense, now. Because I, yeah, I remember going to Amer um, like New York especially a few times and I'm feeling like, man, you know, I don't know if they're going to even rate what I do. Uh, you know, because you're going to the Mecca with this shit. You're going back in it, home with this shit type of thing. Yeah, so it must have been nerve-wracking. But the thing is, we've always been international. We've always had legends doing breaking convention. You know what I mean? Mm. We've had Ken Swift, um, you know, original Rocksteady. We've had um, Mr. Wiggles, you know what I mean? Rocksteady wow. as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've had levels, you know what I mean? Electric Boogaloo's, as we said before. Mm. So going to New York, you know, people had already heard of us anyway, you know what I mean? And and again, we wanted to acknowledge the legends there as mm. well. So, no, nah, we did well, man. We did three years, like every two years in a row, 13, 15, and 17 at Harlem Apollo. So, um, yeah, mashed it. And, and actually, that was where we met um, the legendary twins, yeah? They used to be called the N-Word twins, mm. yeah? And they were well-known for just killing up the thing at the original jams and we're talking 73 um, in, what's that? It's, uh, Jeez. What's the name of that wow. bloody place? Come on, you old school hip hoppers out there. You should know. What, uh, Bush, uh, was it called? The uh, Cedric and C, no? That's uh, the one. Oh, Cedric and That's the one. Yeah, okay. Was it Cedric and C though? Sorry, no, that's Cedric. Cedric, Cedric and Abbey. something. Yeah. But yeah, their mans, they were there at their original parties. So when they come to the Harlem Hollow and we connected, um, uh, Kevin Smith and... Uh, okay, they're going to never forgive me when they see this video. But anyway, hopefully they won't. But, um, <laughs> they're going to be coming to the breaking convention this year. And they said that they've got a present for me. And you'll find out what that present is when you come to Breaking Convention on December the 30th. Um, we've got a whole bunch of artists performing. Go check out the website, breakingconvention.com. And do not go to Breaking with a G, yeah? It's spelt like this. Can you see that? I don't know if you can see that. But anyway, it's yeah, Breaking right Convention too. with yeah. no G. Because yeah. I am the only G in Breaking Convention. D. If you go to the other breaking convention with a G, you'll find that it's a psychedelic festival. Wow. Uh. That's quite a twist. <laughs> oh, quite a, not really, yeah. in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically speaking, of course. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. Uh, that is quality, bruv, man. That's a, an amazing story, man. Like, you know... Um, because I remember, what was it? We were coming back from some gig somewhere, innit? And you, you were driving. Was it Bournemouth? That was it, yeah. We were coming back from Bournemouth. And um, you, I think you had, what was that? Okay, yeah. I don't even, you know, do you go there still? Oh, 
Where I you... was hosting an event in Bournemouth, and I do go there still. I regularly go there. Yeah. Um, file style. And I believe you was rapping as part of that performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was performing. We were on our way back and you were talking about working on some new projects and whatnot. There was obviously the thing that happened where you turned down. Oh, that thing there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 2012 or 20-something, I was awarded an MBE for services to dance. Um, I've been doing breaking convention for about 10 years, mm. something like that. And yeah, I've got a letter coming through the, the, the door, basically um, with the, was it? With the crest, the royal crest on it. Um, and I thought, oh no, they've got me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, man. I thought, nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, he's I'm, like, I'm, oh, I'm crumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the letter and they said, yeah, Johnsy, would you like to come to Buckingham Palace to receive an award, an MBE and this, that and the other? And, you know, obviously I was really chuffed. Mm. But if them man know me, mm. they should know that Johnsy ain't going to be taking that doo-doo, mm. yeah? Mm. Member of the British Empire, yeah? Mm-hmm. I've been spending most of my car- career running down that thing, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, yeah, they offered me one and had uh, multiple choice questions. Will you accept it? And if you accept it, will you do so publicly? So wow. I ticked, no, I'm not going to accept it. And two, no, I'm not going to do so publicly. Because mm. for some reason, I thought, yeah, if I turn this down, they're going to come for me, innit? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But they didn't. And I made a show called To Be or To MBE mm-hmm. about all experience. Um, and I haven't performed it for a while, but I think I should perform it at some point. Yeah. I might perform it for our 21-year anniversary or something. Mm, 21? Why 21? I don't know, because I didn't do it for the 20th, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, it would be of age by then. Yeah, I guess the 10-year anniversary of that is coming up, so I might save it for them. Mm, that's a good idea. But, yo, I mean, you know what I mean? Got to give you claps for that, man. Many people would um, they'd accept that at a heartbeat and roll around with the crest and a whole bunch of other shit on their back. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? So, yeah, props to you for, you know what I mean? Not, not taking that. I've got to say, man, I'm sure... That uncommon sense is already know, boy, because that's a whole... I, I'm sure men might be able to chime in on how deep that MBE stuff can go because that's See. like, you know, it's like, whoa, who am I? What, wait, what did you say I got to do? I got to go where? Uh-huh. Like, nah, nah, nah. I'm all right, bruv. I'm good doing what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Is that like basically what Wiley got or is that something different? Um, I believe Wiley received an MBE, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it again. It just depends on. Yeah, people saying your that. outlook on life and what you know about history and what you don't know, for you to accept it or not to accept it. Obviously, yourself, brother, you're fully aware of history and what that empire did to your people. So, you thought, no, I'm not going to do it because I'm not ignorant. Like you, you're not ignorant to what's happened. So, mm. 
to you, like, yeah, you could have took it and, like, thought, yeah, I've got an award. But at the same time, it goes against your core values. So you was just sticking to who you was. So I commend you for that 100%. And I would do the same. Well, I, I just think that, yeah, if you know history, but also uh, it depends on your own personal value system. Yeah, now, yeah definitely. People that I know that have taken it, you know what I mean? Um, and as a matter of fact, when I first did my show, I wanted to, to do a, a panel featuring myself, um, Omar, who received these happily, and um, oh, what's the name? The performance poet. Uh, name has escaped me for a minute. But also myself and Benjamin Zephaniah, mm. who famously turned down his OB. Oh, yeah, and yeah. he made a, a documentary called No B. Uh, about it and i just wanted to just have a discussion about it no judgment do you know what i mean mm. and and omar was well up for it do you know what i mean he was like yeah cool i'll defend my my, my, my place on it mm. um and talk about whether or not it does help to add to your career if you want to be you know personal about it you know yeah. some people feel as though that will help them get into spaces in which maybe they might not do you know what i mean i remember Boy Blue, Kenrick Sandy from Boy Blue, he received one as well. Mm. And he said that the reason why he took it is that he wanted to, to, to raise the profile of his work. Now, for me, <clears throat> I don't feel the need to raise the profile of nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Again, they come to me. You know what I mean? They come to me wanting to give me this award. So, obviously, I was doing something anyway, you know? Exactly. But I don't need it to, to, to for my career. You know what I mean? So your work speaks for itself at the end of the day, yeah. so there's no need for you to take it anyway. Yeah. See it there? Mm. Yeah. That's that I mean, and it's almost like, yeah, like you said, they're they're ticking that box, like letting you know that yeah, you're doing something really good. But then it becomes a thing of like uh, I think someone's mentioned it, it's you acknowledging that they're you know, they're perceived authority in a sense. Like that, you know, on uh, yeah. and I guess it kinda kinda hits on a deeper level than just you know you publicly saying it there's probably some underlying spiritual level that you know you get pulled into as well without realizing yeah you know i mean because I'm, why why what, what for what for what reason do i need this why what happens then do you know what i mean there's got to be a reason you can't just be like hey we approve of you here Take this. Yeah. Let everybody know. There's, there's something else going on with it. You know what I mean? That's, uh, yeah. Your spirit, you know, you've got a strong spirit already, so. Well, there's a few people that have received this. You know, Jimmy Savile, you know, he's received one. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and there's probably a few people that have got dodgy little histories that have accepted their thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I ain't going to judge no one and their decisions to do it. But for me, it didn't doesn't sit well. You know what I mean? And I like to be able to sleep at night. You get me? Exactly. exactly yeah. There. Um. I I always see that sort of stuff as like you're somehow making all they are is really that you've proved that you can help make money for that corporation that is the empire. You know, it's not it's not actually like a sort of well done. You're a great person. It's like a sort of you you know you've performed a service that has somehow kept them in a, in a position to make them look like, you know, well, we accept all sorts of things. We've got John Z D over here. We've got 
you know, Lenny Henry over here. We've got, you know, they, so it's, that makes them look good. That's all they're doing it for. They're not doing it because of something you've done. They're doing it to make themselves look like they've made you. Yeah. They've, they're doing it to make it look like they made you do it. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make you right there because, you know, ultimately it looks like, oh, we are so important that mm. we're going to allow you into our space mm. and you can get down on your knee and mm. we'll apply something on your chest. Yeah. And there's a lot of status around the the ceremony, do you know what I mean? And I just don't even want to be part of that, you know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If they, if they said you get a sword at the end of this and a horse... I'll probably do it. <laughs> you know that. me. You know me, Dennis Baratheon. If they offered of me the today, sword and the Dennis horse. Baratheon, they offered yeah, me the well. sword and the horse. I'd do it. But apart, it it would, it's not. It ain't what they say it is. You know, they're like, oh, you, you, you're like somehow associated with this big old fashioned medieval order of people. You know, different. You know, well, you might be. Well, you might be, you but might like, be. you know, you don't get the horse and the sword. And the and the uh, chainmail armor and all the rest of it. Yeah. Imagine if you could ride around like that just because you've got an award. You could. You could ride around what? on a horse. <laughs> we see Johnny D's rolling by on the horse, man. Right, horse with a sword. Well, you know what? I, I ended up accepting it in the end, bro. I was like, "Fuck you, man." You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I see you at the gig. <laughs> this is up. horse fights. Put on. There's too many to warfare. You know what I mean? Mm. And and I man of man is about peace and love. I've been about peace and love, you know what I mean? Mm. Um and a lot of these things they've they've blatantly got roots in warfare, you know what I mean? Mm. If you've killed enough people for the country, we'll give you one of these awards. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not trying to kill nobody, I'm trying to present and give life. As a matter of fact, I did a, a Guardian, not a Guardian, a the Times interview. Jeez. They gave me a whole flipping page in that thing. And there was a photograph in there by a man, a man like Paul Hampart Sumian, you know what I mean? Oh, Paul wicked. H. Paul H. Yes, we got Paul H, man. We'll be chatting to him soon as well, boy. But, you know, we are... <clears throat> it's, it's like this thing about institution, yeah? Um, I think I got the award because I'm part of an institution at Sadler's Wells, you know? Right, um, right, right. And I think they like all of them boxes being ticked, you know? But yeah. it's just something that man, a man can't do. You know, mm. and for me to not do it, I think I'm sharing a voice of many people out there that would turn down these things. Mm. So it's not like I'm on my own. No, you're and not, me you're not taking it. I'm saying that I'm part of a particular community that wouldn't take them things anyway. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're like you're put sure. it here. I can't imagine my Stiggy taking one of them awards. Oh, come on, bruv. I, ain't, uh, I don't need that award, man. Not even with you, a horse. Yeah, I mean the horse, like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Nah, I don't know it adds appeal, doesn't it? The horse well, does add some appeal to it. Shout to Regontology. He said it would be you less compliant as well. So <laughs> that's, that's you know what I mean? That's a good point there. It'd be you less compliant for one. You, but would it be cheaper than petrol? I guess hay. Hay's probably cheaper than petrol. No. Didn't they murder a horse at the Grand National recently? Did they? I think three of them. I think three died in the end. Yeah, three what did horses. they do? They quacked them. They did them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they quacks animals. They've been quacking animals for days, but that's how people's animals get sick. Mm, yeah, man. Shit. Bro, you, hey, look, I, yeah. I don't know if you had a look at that thing, but it's all in reverse, man. It's all everything's like inverted. Yes, you know, and just and 
put out there in a way that it emotionally attaches people. So then they're drawn to it. Like, no, you you should do that because yeah. And it's like, they haven't looked at anything. They haven't even checked behind the curtain just to make sure. They haven't questioned anything. And that's how they get trapped, man. That's more you that's granny how killer. Yeah. Bam. As soon as you say that, like, oh, oh. Stay six uh, foot six, six foot six apart from six each foot other. Deep. <laughs> Stay Come six on, foot man. deep. Don't talk to each other. But you could, yeah. Don't touch. Wear gloves. Use this, that, that. But go. You can use the cash point though. Don't worry. And yeah, everyone at the supermarket that you keep seeing every damn week is fired for some reason. But be worried. Be just, just be scared. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? And tell everyone else to be scared. Matter of fact, do that. Do that so they can be reminded to be... You know what I mean? It's that simple, man. Do you know what the funniest one is, Mice? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you're, when you're at the airport and you've got... Well, you know, like when you've got to like, hang your luggage in? Mm. <laughs> you, have to, you have to stand two metres away from each other, but then you're going to be on a plane all next yeah, to each other. Yeah, I was thinking about That's that. That's the best yeah. one. Yeah, it's so stupid, man. It's so stupid. But man, people just got caught up in it, and the easiest way is to keep you in fear, keep you scared. Uh, uh, you know, the unknown. Like people say, they fear the unknown, and and once they start talking about stuff that you feel is the unknown, then that's it. You just listen. Oh, they, now they've said. Du-du-du. They said. Du-du-du. They said. But do you know? How do you know it's even true? Like, have you checked? No, so, they got the fact checkers out, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I got caught up in that. I remember. No, let me check the fact checkers just to make sure. Oh no, they've said that. And bam, you start hearing like, yeah, but who's funding the fact checkers? He's like, oh, what, what, what? Oh my days! This gets deeper and deeper. You know what I mean? My mum always everything. told me, don't let anybody coerce you to take drugs, young man. Mm. All of a sudden, the game done change. Yeah. For some reason, for some strange ass reason, that's that's your mum was talking. Nah, sorry, mate. Take this. Make sure. Actually, it's for free. Don't worry. Hurry up. Yeah, but they also they McDonald's if you get one. Yeah, and they also stopped you seeing donuts. your mums. That's the other thing they tried to do: stop you seeing your mum because your mum would have just said, "What are you doing?" Blatantly. <laughs> It's the only time he's only allowed to go around there if he's going to open all her windows. <laughs> yeah, in the winter. Yeah, in the winter, that's the safest thing to do. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but unless you've got those those day live glasses on, you're lost, man. And uh, you know, the best thing we can do is just try and help people in a you know in a in a um, honourable way. Yeah. I don't think we should be angry. You know, at first, once you start learning about all this stuff, you do get a bit angry and. And it's almost like, oh, yo, oh. but then you realize like everyone's got their own path, and um, you've got to, it's got to start from within. You know, you learn. I think for me, definitely, is just grounded. A lot more grounding happened during this whole thing, and uh, mm-hmm. it makes um, the world sort of an easier place to be in, in a weird way. Even with all the chaos and all that, because you're understanding like what what is true, what isn't. Right, you know, fact checkers, man. That was madness, bruv. Fact checkers, you know. Jeez, like, who? I don't know. We don't know anyone. You don't know anyone. All these famous people, all these names, all these... Oh, so, so you don't know any of them. 
All you know mm. is the persona that they put out there. That's it. Mm. And so you shouldn't just take that for, you know, face value anyway. Mm. Let alone whatever information comes in from all these different places. Do you know what I mean? But you should at least be able to speak openly and freely without feeling, yeah. you know, feeling like um, you can be convicted in any way. Do you know what I mean? Like the freedom of speech should be allowed. Obviously, you know, no harm being done to anyone. You know, you're not stealing from anyone. You're not causing any harm to, you know, anything. Then it should be allowed, man. And people should be able to communicate. You know what I mean? That's the main thing. (laughs) That's the main thing, boy. Don't don't ever try and stop us from talking to each other, man. (laughs) Serious. It's the total opposite thing happening right here. Do you remember how mad people were going for this thing, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Bruv. It was... uh, And you think about it, if you really think about it, yeah, so people are worried that they won't be able to go to the toilet and clean their bum, right? Think about how... That's quite... In it. That's deep. That's like, yo, serious. And then, bam, everything else started going as well. Everything mm-hmm. else. It was that easy. All over taking a shit. Yeah. At the wrong time, in the wrong place. <laughs> it's that easy, man. They took... Yo. <laughs> they made, they made yo, fools out of us, up. man. All that. Yo. Uh, we got... Yeah, 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 yeah. I was queuing up. Bruv, I had two masks queuing up outside freaking Tesco's. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Sainsbury's. But I was outside Tesco's, <laughs> queuing up for like half an hour, six foot six apart from each other. And then when you get in, you got to walk like this for everyone. There's arrows on the floor. Uh, excuse me, can't walk that way. You're like, what? Well, or... I think for me, for me, I remember being in Tesco's like quite early when they said it. Mm. And this guy stood close to me. And I turned around <laughs> to him. And I said, hey! And it was at that point that I realised, oh, they got, <laughs> got up. That's they hilarious, got up. man. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's it. That's where you're like, yeah. I remember one guy walking past. And he didn't cover his mouth. I was like, bro, cover your mouth, man. Yeah, man, like an idiot. Like a dickhead. Like a dickhead. And that's all it takes is just admit it to yourself and then plow through you get on through you're like oh but anyway actually there's not i don't have to worry like that i don't like it's all and now you're just laughing at it you know laugh. you laugh, laugh at it like wow like mem you mentioned that before you're saying like once you you know you you kind of it's almost like you open that that lock you find that combination you open the lock you're like oh why Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. This is all oh, right. This is actually cool, dude. Man, I ain't gonna yeah. worry about none of that. Jeez. Exactly, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like it's theater now. Yeah, it's even theater. like with me and that whole thing, like obviously, personally, I thought it was a load of doo doo from the start. Yeah. So, yeah. like, at first, like that whole thing got me a bit like on a not angry one, but it was just, it annoyed me. But then once I kind of like saw that, you know what? 
like you don't have to follow the rules and or once you know what the rules actually are and you can like work your way through it i started getting more and more calm about it because then like for example like at first like when i used to go on the train and i weren't wearing a mask People used to, like, give me dirty looks. I got into so many confrontations with people, and I'm the most least confrontational person ever. Yeah, East London, though, boy. You're going to get that East London. But, like, I got into so many confrontations. But then as I it went along, I just learned to kind of ignore it all, mm. and I kind of found my peace through it, and I just thought, you know what? Let them do them. I'm going to do me. I'm not going to sit here arguing with people, wasting my time. We all see the world differently. Mm. They can see it like that. It's their choice. Like I just kind of had to check myself and be more humble and neutral about it and realise that, like we were speaking about earlier, you can't... People are not going to see the world like you and you're not going to see it like them. So you just got to kind of... Sometimes we have to learn to live with each other, yeah. regardless of what our views are. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I think like you, you already get that with background and, and cultures and whatnot, but then like sort of learning the whole, you know, the zodiac system, like how there's there's something there, there's some form of nature there that is attached to people, and then you understand that. So that means that everyone is different, they do have their own paths. They have yeah. their own way of understanding. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It makes you you unlock it and you're like, all right, calm then. Okay, my man is gonna act that way because he's more of a Martian, you know what I mean? He's got more Aries or more Scorpio yeah. or you know what I mean? Like or this one's gonna be more bold because they're Leo or you know what I mean? There's gonna be that thing yeah. and they might react to this thing in this way. So yeah, you have to there's that harmony. And I I think that's kind of maybe part of the answer to living you know to life is obviously finding that harmony but trying to unlock those those keys those various different keys whether it be to be with health you know looking after the body looking after the mind looking after the soul the spirit and whatnot or whether it be you know a whole other different other subjects yeah. but do you, do you know the way i see it now mice it's just like at the end of the day we can plant seeds for people but whether they want to water it, it's up to them. Like, we can't force them. And, and vice versa, people might give us seeds as well, which we might, we could decide to, whether we want to water them or not. Do you get what I'm saying? And I think, yeah. like, as long as we do it in a nice and respectful way, yeah, honourable. that's all that matters. Because ultimately, like, sometimes a lot of the time when, you know, like when you get into, like, a dispute with a family member or for example when you're like arguing or whatever yeah, yeah. ultimately although you like you might be arguing with each other and you might say nasty words i think deep down within both the people the intention's probably good because they just probably want what's best for you and you're just trying to tell them what you think is best for them do you get what i'm saying you're but both upset it at just the fact comes that out like... as an argument yeah. do you get what i'm saying <clears throat> so like at the end of the day, sometimes the passion's good because it just shows that we care. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah. it's just hard to um, deal yeah, with. Yeah, but it's just finding that balance. That time, do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. trying to say things in like 
the nicest one. Like, for ex- I'll give you an example. I don't want to hog the mic too much. Like, I used to, like, tell my mum and dad, like, things back in the day when I started getting into knowledge and whatever. And they used to kind of look at me a bit strange and whatever. So then I thought, you know what? I'm not going to really ent- tell them about all this stuff because I can see they're not really, into you know, getting getting it or they're not they think it's a bit different and whatever but then now it's like my dad starts asking me questions about it because he sees that like, i talk to other people and do shows about it so he knows now he's kind of almost got some validation that oh it's not me going crazy and there are these topics that are being spoken about and people do speak about them so like he asks me questions now like about the law and how the law works and oh wow you know and we we, we've had these little discussions recently and i think wow this is strange man like i would never talk to my like my dad would never ask me these questions Mm. but it just goes to show that sometimes like it comes to you like yeah like saying yeah the brother was saying as well like sometimes things come to you so Mm. like Maybe we just have to be patient and yeah. it will finally get through. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah, patience is definitely key for sure. Um, <laughs> we're not allowed that. Do you know what I mean? They, like, they let us know how many patients there were. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> for real, boy. It didn't stop with that, did it? First it was deaths, deaths, deaths. Then it was like, okay, um, well, cases, 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 cases. Like, yo. But, but then they stopped. Everything yeah. immediately at the same time, yeah. and when that happened, I thought, "Now nah, we are being played, bro." Yeah. Yeah? yeah, and then it, you know, as we know, like the numbers in the corner of the screen were consistent until the next moral panic, mm. which was the war in Ukraine. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that replaced everything. Mm. And for me, I think we cannot forget. We should never forget this time period. Yeah, where they big plastic um, dividers, and you could only hug your granny if you put your hand through this plastic divider. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for me, weird, I think we cannot ever forget what we went through three and a half years ago. People wearing the, yeah, the like, visor it's things. Deep, man. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, even I still feel traumatized through like thinking about. Like, it's like I'm just only yeah. recently started to kind of feel some normality again mm. after that period. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that because I bought into it and believed it. It's just because You're seeing it, it messed up a lot of people's paths and a lot of people's direction and mental health. And yeah. do you get what I'm saying? It was a tough period, not just for me, for all of us. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, it's just... Yeah, man, it was a tough time, man. But it was just, I guess, like sometimes these things have got to happen to see. It's like a test of character, almost. Big time, big time. Like, personally, I feel like I I had a massive growth through it. And I actually kind of, um, it's almost like a, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like, I started to use, you know, what I have, like the talent I have in more of a way that's helpful for me, my family, like everyone around me that is able to hear it, you know what I mean, able to listen to it or whatnot. So I managed to pull together 
different things. Having that time, you know what I mean, off from being able to gig and whatnot, that was the worst thing they could have done, to be honest, because now I'm way more grounded and knowledgeable than I was before. And I, and I knew my spirit was always veering towards that, but I didn't understand that I could gain that knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, so for example, it's like that thing where people say like, a lot of people were saying, oh, but I'm not qualified. Yeah, but I'm not qualified anyway. To, but it's like they forget that you there's a starting point before you can become qualified. And if you're saying that the only way I would listen to somebody is if they have that qualification. If somebody's studied, whether it be six years, seven, eight years or whatever, if they've done all of that, but then on the last day before they were meant to do their exam, they quit. Are you saying that they haven't got the knowledge? Are you saying that they didn't learn anything throughout those years? Do you know what I mean? They haven't got the qualification, but they must have the same amount of knowledge. So therefore, it's the same language that you speak. There are dictionaries there as well that can help you. So you can learn as well. Like, you've got time to do it. Don't just sit there and, oh, yeah, but, but this one said it. And you're relying on people that you don't know. You just know their names. You know their faces. You don't actually know them. You don't know if they're telling you the truth. Do you know what I mean? You don't know if it's true or not. But you're just taking it for, and then this one saying that, that one saying this, like, yo, come on, man. Like, you must know now, like, it's up to you. You've got to search for that knowledge. And then once you find it, you're like, yo, all right. Like, you learn how to discern how, like, you know, you can tell when people are, are giving you these sort of, um, you know, they're just grifting. They're just chatting a whole bunch of shit that you don't really understand, but it sounds, like, knowledgeable. Break it down. Like, what are they really saying? Like, rewind it. Like, all right, let me search for that. Let me check that out. And then, bam, you start finding it. Do the stuff that you didn't do. And then, bam, it starts working for you. Like, that's all I can say. Shout out to Vinny B in the building. We've got a few more people linked in. King Chico. <laughs> Martha Sovereign. But, yeah, it, was, it really is. It's like, like I want to say it's that simple. It obviously isn't because there's a lot of time that you've got to put into it. But once you do, it becomes that simple. Yeah. It, it goes mean, back to what we were saying move. earlier, Mice, about with getting in touch with things mm. rather than just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, exactly. So get in touch with what you're doing, like and the habits and knowing the habits of particular things and understanding a particular thing that you're engaging with, and then that way you can be you can dance with it better. Do you get what I'm saying? Whereas it's like people go into things with like blindly and that's when you have bad experience of something and then you can't, you think, Oh, that's a load of bullshit. But yeah. no, maybe your approach, the way you approached it made you have a bad experience. So yeah. just trying to find that middle ground. You get what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think it's hard right now because it's, we're in that information age where there's so much information coming at you. Do you know what I mean? And that's, it's quite daunting for a lot of people. I guess also scary, but once you learn who you are, you know who you are from within. Nothing is <laughs> he's not scared anymore. You know, but <laughs> there was something that, that, that <laughs> President Trump said that that really stayed with me. Yeah. Um, we are in post-truth now. Big up, big mm. up Trump, big up President Trump. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, what I'm saying. <laughs> post-truth, and I just thought, yeah, wow. that's good. You're right. It's a really good point. point. No truth now. Mm, Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if, oh, there is, bruv. if there is no truth, then 
that's surely Babylon we are in, mm. where everybody's just babbling on mm. and babbling on until we reach. Exactly. I mean, where nobody is. There's no. There's no one way of thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, I think that that's where the freedom lies. Yeah, <laughs> for real, for real. It is like... yeah. Uh, you're right. The post-truth thing is really important. To fit for people to remember that that's what they that's what the establishment is promoting is this idea that there is no one truth. There's only your truth and your truth and your truth and your truth and your and that's what the fact checkers are there for. They're there to to just point out to you if you've lost your way with the truth because you're so lost in all of the different truths that are out there. That, oh no, here's here's the factual truth. You know, is the one they that's the thing they want you to to believe or whatever, but. Yeah, there is truths out there. There is the you truth. I mean, there's always the truth, yeah. like reality. Yeah. There's always reality. Like exactly. it's true that there's a tree growing out there, yeah. and you know what I mean. But then when it starts becoming man-made, that's when it can be a, a statue of the truth. It can be like yep. a, you know, it's lyrics. So I just got to share it with you. I don't know if it's yeah, relevant. Now drop now, it, but, drop it, drop it. Um, the truth is so fluid. Everyone is spitting, but proof is elusive. So everyone is splitting. John C D with the bars, yeah. That's exactly it. Exactly it, man. People are lost yep. because of that. You know, so they don't know and they get splitting this way, that way. They don't know where, you know, where to turn, where to go, but and I guess that makes it even harder. But it, it's sad that when it's people that are your family, people that love you, and you still don't want to hear it you know that's the sad part and i think like society has done that to a lot of us you know just from through the schooling system through the way our lifestyles have become you know what i mean where it's so easy to not trust you know what i mean the ones that love you the ones you know are looking out for you shout to oshioka milo in the building yeah man yeah it's, it's dangerous dangerous man dangerous business but yeah, all in all, I think definitely there's a lot of knowledge out there. If people want to get in touch um, just to find out like how much bullshit it is going on with all of that Rona stuff, just let us know, man. We've got a Telegram. There's also, um, you know, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the likes and all that as well. Join Odyssey if you're not already on Odyssey. Join that and subscribe to us there. Odyssey's going to be the place where you can get fr actual free free speech still <laughs> yeah that's what it is true, it's, the really. it's the only place left because it's open source mm. so nobody's got the files you know everyone's everyone shares the files everywhere oh, sort of thing. Is that how, is it's that like a sort source? of torrent type site for for video content right and so you're less likely to get stuff pulled down off of there mm. you know you, yeah because as people can tell we gotta you know be careful how we gotta be careful what things. you say on youtube yeah what, yeah. what is it odyssey. odyssey odyssey is called yeah. yeah odyssey so it's like a it's like youtube but it's it's a it's a sort of total you know free speech platform where there's and it's not it's not like free speech as in loads of people saying stupid stuff it's just that the their that policy is that their policy is that there's not really any way they can control what you put up there. So, because it's all open source, they're, they're, all of the videos are stored on different places. It's not one one big one big place where they're stored. It's sort of like a crypto. It's sort of like a crypto 
video site, I suppose. Right. It's all anonymous. Every all of the all of the information once That's it goes right. into the digital place, it's all anonymized. Yeah, okay. So it's not like the same as all the other video storage places. Or, yeah. So what, they can't. What does open source mean? Because I, I, a lot of this, this terminology, I need to catch up. It means that all their code, right? So originally the internet was was all open source. So when the internet first started, as in the the public internet, mm. everything you could you could you could click it and find out the code that it was written with, and mm -hmm. the the object of of the original internet, you know, the people who originally sort of formed the idea of the internet was that you can go on there, information's available to you for free. Um, technologies available, you know, different applications are available for free. Mm. Just get the code. You can play around with the code. You can make your own so pieces of source, software out of yeah. it. You know, books are available. You don't have to pay for it. It's just PDFs. You can download them, read what you want. You know, it's all open source. So Everything's yeah, open. Yeah, the source of it was open for anybody to grab and they, they can make, they can kind yeah. of adjust it and make their own thing. And, and then, whatever. and then um, around about Napster, you probably remember Napster being yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Napster, their, their policy was like open yeah. source. Yeah. Everything should be open source. You shouldn't have to pay for, for music. It should mm. be open source. Right. And then all the big musicians and labels like Metallica and who else was it got behind it? There's some other big, I think there's like... Uh, Did you get behind it no it's like a big yeah maybe yeah mm -hmm. but it was like a big rap i can't remember if it was like i don't want to slur somebody a big a big Raps. american rapper who, who yeah who wanted to protect his protect mm. his catalog yeah wasn't it um swiss beats i can't remember i don't i don't want to feel like it was don't swiss wanna, beats that um, i don't want to slander anyone time, <laughs> but um <laughs> and then yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, sort of locked it down and it became swiss beats blocked me music, Twitter, music became way. oh well it's swiss yeah. beats anyway. yeah and then music because, you know, personally, I think that people should pay for music. Mm. I don't think it should be free, mm. but there's nothing wrong with putting your music out for free. <laughs> mm. If you don't mind people getting it for free, then yeah, put it out for free. Mm. But if you like music, you should pay a little bit for it, mm. you know, because people have worked hard to make music. So it shouldn't just be free. The same with films. It shouldn't just be free. You shouldn't be paying for Hollywood films. You should be downloading Hollywood films for free. But if you know somebody who makes independent films, you should support them mm. instead. Hollywood's got enough money. They don't need any more money. Well, at this point, films. please, everybody, go and check out my films. Yeah. Oh, I've yes. directed a couple of films. Yes. Um, one's called Autocorrect, and the other one's called Our Bodies Back. And Autocorrect was written by Saul Williams, the spoken word artist. Oh, wow. right. um, Our Bodies Back was written by Jessica Care Moore. And yeah, there's a few dancers on it, but just to say that I, I, I just want people to just watch that. I don't care mm. if people have to pay to download. Actually, I'd, I'd rather people can download it for free. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And you know, just jack anything that I've done. You know what I mean, <laughs> download it. You no, know? you're and open source. Open I'm source. open source, yeah. Open source. As I said, you just got to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the to to us, most of us, open source is what you used to get in the calf. You just like a yeah, open source, mate. <laughs> sticky bit of sauce up. around the top of the, the open source. Bloody hell, open source, mate. It's all over me. You got any of that open source? I don't want the clothes. This one ain't coming it's out. All over the overalls, mate. <laughs> 
So yeah, there's 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 good and bad things to open source. Obviously, like now, what the internet's become is closed source. You have to pay for everything. You got to subscribe to Spotify. You got to mm. pay for to get rid of the adverts on YouTube. You know, you got everything's about about making you pay for something. Whereas the original intention of the internet was to have somewhere that was open source. You know, but they've locked it down. What they've got now is what they called back in sort of. Uh, early 2000s they was calling it internet 2.0 there's going to be a new version of the internet where you pay for everything mm. and that's what we've With got it, now uh, it's, yeah it's basically corporations there, have locked down the internet that's what's happened but is there still open source like are there still archive.org is a good example of open source mm. you can go to archive.org and download loads of stuff you can go and watch films listen to music you know all sorts of things archive.org yeah and archive.org Org is that like that's like they kind of they basically like in the name like the name says they archive whatever's been posted on the internet but yeah is that even things that have been behind a paywall or is that just yeah i don't know if they pull stuff you could doubt you can upload stuff to archive.org okay so you could put your own music up there and just leave it up there and people can access it for you know for free right. to listen to it whenever they want or johnsy could put his films up there and and people can have got somewhere they can always access the films, even if YouTube goes down or this other thing goes down, you know, then put it on archive.org. Open your source, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we all got to do. Open your sources up. <laughs> Spicy sauce. Thai sauce. You know what I mean? Don't mind a bit of Thai sauce every now and yeah, man, this has been good, man. Appreciate you, mother lovers, coming through celebrating 420. Oh, Shit yeah, you might not never know nothing about. As always, man, bringing it to you. Uh, what's that? Oh, uh, what? Why did yeah, Swiss Beats block me because um, I said something on Fubar? No, no, actually, I didn't say anything on Fubar. What it was was uh, there was a discuss, uh, discussion going on on Twitter about producers and I think I might have been drunk somewhere and yeah I started talking about yeah you know I mean Swiss Beats I didn't really producers really, you didn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and I, it was with a few names as well it was like Manny Norte Shorty Blitz and you know what I mean DJs and all that so I think he must have caught on to it and then uh when we were on Fubar, uh Sarah had interviewed him and uh you know, it was like a pre-record or whatever, so I wasn't there. And then um, I think, like, because they tweeted, Fubar must have tweeted, like, yeah, we got an interview coming up with Sarah Bice, you know, added all of our Swiss beats. And then I thought, oh, let me check, you know, to see if he's following me. <laughs> I checked and saw it was blocked, boy. I was like, right, he's blocked me. And I was like, why would he block me? And then I thought back, you know, when you <laughs> have the little Rain Man moment, I'm trying to, like, calculate, <laughs> like, when was it? And then, bam, I just zoomed back. So that yeah, drunk moment. I think I was out in the club as well. I was out somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I think that he must have because they're no, known DJs, in it, like that I'm communicating with on Twitter. And then he you know, them all them famous people oh, there, they search their Twitter. name. Yeah, they search their name oh, in it. On, right. Yeah. I thought like you told someone in person and they told him. No, 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 no. I said it on Twitter. So, oh, cool. Yeah, it was a drunk tweet. Must have been, yeah, a couple <laughs> drunk tweets. Yeah, later. You know, 
I, I think back in the day, like I think I probably got cancelled or or blocked by some people. But um, yeah, I'd be interested. You know, who's been blocked by famous people? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because, <laughs> I'm going to check out and just see if I've been blocked by any famous people because I tend to be quite nice online, you know, mm. say nice things to people. Well, unless we're talking about the quacks, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I wonder if I've been blocked by any famous people. I'm going to go check. Yeah, out. see, uh, yeah, yeah. You know how it goes, man. Uh, yeah, well, I, I saw that. I was like, well, I'm never checking again with uh, anyone's following me. But but I'm not being funny, though. Like, someone like Swiss Beat... <laughs> Should have the knowledge that he knows that some people won't like his music. Like, why would you take it personally? That's what I don't get. Like, I'm sure like there's people that don't like your music. Yeah. That yeah. you might like, but probably whatever. If they don't like it, they don't like it. You get what I mean? Like, I think that's a bit childish. Like from yeah. my perspective. Yeah, yeah. But you know, everyone's different again, but I'm just saying like wow. someone to the degree of Swiss beats, I wouldn't think he would even bother about stuff like that, basically. Maybe it wasn't even you know, it might have been his um assistant like, or something. Management That's, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Block it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need him to see any of that stuff, you know. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, so whatever, <laughs> man. But you know. That's how life goes, man. I'm sure I'll, you know, I'll get by somehow. <laughs> you, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I love you. Ah, see, that's all I need, man. I well, need sweet beats, some uh, King King Chico Follow in the chat says Piers Morgan blocked him. Wow. Yeah, that's, cool. that's big, man. Piers Morgan. That's Jeez. Huge. Yeah, big that's block. a big move, boy. <laughs> Who else has been blocked? Anyone else been blocked? Uh, uh, you know, whoever's been blocked, they've been talking some shit online. It's only right. You know what I mean? Get your get the word out. If you need to get the word out somehow, some way, just say it, man. Yeah, you know what? It's I, honorable. I haven't been. <laughs> some guy blocked me because I was friends with someone else. Wow. You serious? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that get that's when it gets a bit petty, man. When you bump into yeah. that, like, right, bro, how come you ain't following me yet? Like, man, ain't following me on the Insta yet. That's like, the only time like, someone's like, blocked me because I was uh, kind of connected to someone else. Well, how did you know? They told you. Yeah. <laughs> so you was like, <laughs> it wasn't like they blocked you because they didn't want to speak to you anymore. They, no, it's they... because I was connected. <laughs> Because I shared a video of someone that they don't like. So then they stopped, they blocked me from oh, following. That's school. Right. Yeah, that's proper. It's and then the next time you from. saw them, you said hello. And they're like, you're blocked. Don't talk to me. You're blocked. <laughs> right. We're in public. That's the right? only We're thing I person. can remember, really. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's petty, isn't it? Like, yeah, well petty. Like I say, if you saw them in person, they're going to talk to you, isn't they? They're not going to just say to you, I'm not talking to you, you're blocked. Yeah. You know, I have had some funny, weird vibes from certain people, like, when I see them in the flesh, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Who I know they probably might disagree with my opinions or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I swear yeah. to God, man, people take their online shit and bring it out into the open world. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do, man. There's people, as much as they want to act like it's not the real world, they, they definitely take it to heart. So it's like something you got to be... Oh, is he muted? 
Uh, Who? Oh, I thought no. he was muted there. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong screen. <laughs> it's 420, man. Is it still 420? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 420, man. Allow me, allow me, bro. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I am proper. I just want to say, like, I, I wasn't part of the, the 420 ness of the conversation earlier on, but I was listening to it. Mm. I just want to ask um, what's people smoking today? That's what we ask. We ask, we say we want the roll call. <laughs> we were trying to find out the roll call earlier. I think, I believe there were some, um, there's some names floating about, but yeah. We got some um, purple sherbet over here. Okay. And some um, jealousy. Jealousy? Not heard of that. What's, what's going on with that one? It's, uh, what's it meant to be? I think it's like gelato crossed with sunset sherbet, I think. Hmm. Something like that. Yeah, and then some uh, wedding crashes as well. Okay. Getting blazed, man. I've got this um, Gorilla Glue vape. Woo! I'm baked, man. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I feel baked. Uh, Afghani over it. Down. Marsh is coming on? in all different angles, man. Afghan. Afghan. Af- Af- Afghani. Um, but I don't know if it's land race, but boy, I feel indicated right now. <laughs> 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 Makes sense. This Afghani. Woo! <laughs> well, you guys, blue... Nobody commented on the glasses, but yeah, there's reason. You're nah, wearing I like glasses, it, man. I like the glasses. <laughs> Dad's like you wearing glasses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Yeah, I got right. the blue Walker. Uh, that's it, the blue Walker. Blue Walker. Yeah. Right, there were some names come up earlier. King Chico is uh, lemons. He's on the lemons, yeah. Mr. Green, Star Wolf. <laughs> Star... <laughs> Mr. Green's the star dog king, man. Like, I swear, he's got to live up to the name, man. What's going on, Mr. Green? He's star dog each and every week, yeah. Tempest Elixir, Monster Cookies. Ooh. Yamor, Sorbet. Sorbet, okay. Okay, Yamor. Wow. You're not going in, man. Do you know Yo. what I'm, I've noticed, though, like, in, on, on a personal level, Mice, like, mm. I've, like, had, like, there's now there's a million different strains, but I find that I actually like the like classic strains. Yeah, like Himalayan gold and like Ooh. just chill, amnesia and cheese mm. and like wow, I like okay. the simple one. They're like they're the things that I like. I like the Cali style. I like everything really, but t- personally, I like just the more. You know, like back in the day, for example, you could only get like a selected few, like like lemon, amnesia, silver haze, cheese, or whatever. Like because that's what I kind of first started smoking with. I guess I have some kind of emotional that's connection, right. or I like those type of but, those simple but, ones. But like, but let me ask you. But the thing yeah. is, I I think though that certain strains. Mm. are basically um they've been crossed not crossed but they've been the same strain for that many years that all of the new crosses i tend to find not that sturdy mm. you know what i mean yeah. whereas the old strains you know what i mean the, the, you know people have crossed them over and over again and they kind of 
I don't know what I'm the trying stable, to say, but, yeah. but it's stable. I know, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what you're talking about. The stable, because it's basically like when you, um, for people who don't know, from how I understand it, is um, when you create a new strain, um, obviously you've got two different strains, you've created a new one now, you have to like stabilize that strain. So mm. you've got to grow it like another three times or something like that, I believe, before you can mm. say like now it's stabilized. Mm. And what Johnsy's saying is it seems like people might not be doing that. And so they make a new strain and then straight away they just start getting rid of, you know, that flower and whatnot. And it's like, uh, hold on, this ain't really hitting the way that this does, which has been stabilized from way back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, man. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's, the, it's that thing of like, I'm interested in the different flavors as well. So I guess that's what, but I, I understand like definitely there is a, a difference when you go back to the more um, original strains, like, yeah. You, you, you but I like looking at the lineages depth. and stuff like that, like where this one comes from, or like when you, like someone, like if there's a strain I've never heard of, the first thing I do uh, is go to Leafly mm, and see mm, indica dominant, sativa yeah. dominant, yeah, yeah. what mm. are the parents of it? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm into all that. Like, yeah, same. Not like deeply, but I look you into check. it yeah. just to see. Again, just to know what it is. So check it. I was last year. I was in Georgia, um, like near Russia, mm. um, yeah, yeah. near the Orcas Mountains. Yeah. Mm. So any place that's mountainous is gonna have some natural mm. um, land race wagwan, whatever. Mm. But anyway, um, this particular strain called Amirani. Yeah, it's a cross mm. with um, Gorilla Glue and one of their um, the strains from there. Wow. Yeah. This is some of the sweetest, most beautiful, potent, mm. like kind of indica cross. But yeah, Amirani's. Amirani's. Cool. Uh, wow. But yeah, Caucasian weed, man. Wow. Some good That's <laughs> Caucasian weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's some deep shit, boy. Yeah. Wow. So One, even out there, like, they got their own little It's strains. weird. Like, I've, I've like tried so many different strains, mm. but there's like only like a particular, like maybe two or three that the taste has been so like unique or the effect it gives me that like, I really remember, and one of them was Utopia Haze from Barney's in Amsterdam. And then also from Barney's in Amsterdam was something called Peppermint Kush. And literally, the taste of it, it was like smoking polos. Oh, for real? How minty it was. Like, they're the two things that I've had that have really, like, stood out for me. For me, personally, but there's loads of other things as well. Peppermint Cushion, what was the other one? Utopia Haze. It's a South American. It's from Brazil, originally. Mm. Utopian Haze. Jeez, that sounds decent as right. well, bro. Right, write that one down. It's yeah, a proper bouncy like... one. You know, like when you're walking and like you've got that bounce in your step? Mm. Yeah. That's what that is. It's like a very uplifting... It's, it's a sativa, basically, so... It's a very outgoing type of one, like whereas the peppermint Kush obviously was more of an indica one, but that was more for the taste. Like it was, it literally was, it was like refreshing. It was like mints, but 
the Utopia Haze was more for the effect that I... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I find with Sativas as well, I find that they are more about the flavour as well. Like, obviously, you do get a high from it, but more of a head high. And but mm. often, like, the, the, the sativas are the ones that are really pungent in sort of flavour, whereas, like, mm. the indicas are more like a depth in their flavour and may, may not be as pungent, but then hit you in a way where you just have to lean back, boy. Like, yeah, put that down for a sec, boy. <laughs> put that down for a minute, boy, and come back to it. I, can't, I sort myself out. Let me sort my life out for the next five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's interesting. There's, but yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like some of my favorite strains, though. I think um, there's one called Cherry Pie, which I, I remember really. Yeah, enjoying. I've had that. When that's yeah. done right. When it's done right, it's really. I've had some that I've had one actually that tastes kind of fishy in some weird way. It tasted a bit fishy, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, when it's done right, Cherry Pie is banging. And also mm-hmm. Cherry Cough. There's a Cherry Cough as well that mm-hmm. actually does make you. You know, when it hits you in your chest, that kind of cushy. You know, mm. but then there's like an undertone of you know, like sweetness to it. Yeah. I've had strawberry cough. Yeah, strawberry yeah. cough as well. Mm. Oh, am I talking about strawberry cough? No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's strawberry cough, actually. Strawberry cough. There's a cherry yeah. pie, and then yeah, strawberry cough. That's it. That's very yeah. yeah. Do you get what I mean? Where it's like very like you feel it in your chest, like Oof. yeah. But it's like yeah. one of them. Um, Flavors that if you walk past someone, you're like, "Yo, what is that? What are you smoking?" Yeah. There? <laughs> you have to ask them. Yeah, oh. yeah, very pungent, boy. Very, very pungent. Hyde Park was like that today. I have to say. Oh, man. did you go? Yeah, I did. I was at Hyde Park, and it was a lovely. The weather wasn't brilliant, nah. but um, there was a little period of time, like around two, three o'clock, was real nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just the smells, just walking through, like the amount of different flavors that's, that's out there right now yeah, um yeah, yeah. I, you know to, to be fair i would go as far as to say we are hitting some heydays when it comes to the amount of different strains and amount of flavors Definitely. that's happening right now Definitely. um and and i have to agree that some of the old school ones like they, they will never like they're so stable that they're always going to be there you know mm. but i am excited about what's happening right now mm. in relation to cannabis. You're right. It's the Cambrian explosion for cannabis. I think yeah, so. All different, think... there's just all different like just variants being thrown out. Some of them will survive. The edibles. Some of them will just die off. Yeah. And yeah. in the end, you'll be left with like the best of the best. Yeah. yeah. I think like the, the edibles, are, they're going to other levels now as well. There's so many different ways of taking it, you know, orally. And then, um, you know, the medicinal effects, like in terms of health as well. That's a whole nother, you know, chapter to that book. That's going to be, and and it's still being explored as well. But obviously people know about CBDs and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. It's it's everywhere. People are doing everything they can with it now. Mm. And it's not, you know, it's different to 20 years ago. Do you know know what's ironic, um, Mice? Do you know that channel on YouTube... um, Oh my God! What's his? Um, I've, I've, I'm having a brain fart now. What's the guy's channel? Or is it a wee guy? Yeah. Social experimentalist. Do you know that guy? Oh yeah, I've heard about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've the one seen... who goes goes around with a megaphone and he like challenges people about particular. Yeah. Anyway, 
Did you guys know that um, although cannabis is supposedly illegal here, do you know that the UK government is the biggest suppliers of medical yes. marijuana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny, phones like this guy phones up like one of the government offices like to take the piss, and he's like, just so, he was just saying to him like, oh, it's ironic that like it's legal here, but like how comes it's okay? But like you lot to kind of yeah. sell it and make loads of, like he was being really sarcastic in the call. But I'll have to send it to you. It's yeah. so funny and like and he's like, Can I talk to the woman who's in charge? And mm. like the, the, the woman other on other woman's like, Oh, she's not here, I'll have to leave a message and all this. But the guy was taking the piss anyway, like who was calling them. But mm. yeah, it's just ironic that you know, like how like, for example, something can be looked demonised or looked down upon, but yet behind the scenes it's being yeah. exploited for their own, like, for people's advantage to make is money. It, is it GW Pharmaceuticals? I think that's the I'm name. I'm not sure. That, that, sounds, that sounds like it, because I've heard that name quite a few times. GW Pharmaceuticals. We had Sam on um, yeah. a while back talking about this whole thing to do with, like, members of the government owning you know the company and i think that was the name i do remember yeah. that name coming up gw pharmacy i think yeah. somewhere near norwich it used to be an an old um tomato like i think british sugar or one of them companies they own, owned it and they were growing enough tomatoes and, and we know that tomatoes need pretty much the same type of nutrients and stuff as as herb um so they took over wow. all of these um um, where uh, not warehouses, uh, greenhouses, mm. and um, uh, actually we're going there as part of the tour breaking convention. It's Norwich. I'm definitely gonna have a little drive. Mm. To, Go to um, investigate. Yeah, you can see it online. Yeah. But Norwich, British Sugar, um, they used to have these massive um, greenhouses that are now being used by GW, GW Pharmaceuticals. Yeah. pharmaceuticals can't get words out yeah. to basically grow pounds upon pounds upon pounds of high grade medicinal marijuana yeah and export it to different countries like the largest exporter is the UK that's nuts nuts, nuts yeah here it is flipping cancer sufferers MS sufferers that can't even get hold of it it's a piss take man that's, and it's pretty amazing that they can do that because that's what they do to poorer countries. They do mm. things like that. Like, you, you know, remember that whole scam to do with the AIDS? I think it was the, what's it called? It, not NZT, that's a... Retroviral. Some kind of, yeah, there was some kind of drug that they were charging out of the ass in uh, South Africa uh, mm, for AIDS. That's right. You know what I mean? And so you think, like, oh, that's what they do over there. But then, bam, that's more or less the same thing here. It's like, right, mm -hmm. they're, they're outlawing the shit, but then they're making all of this money out of it. It's like, what? That's twisted, man. Inverted, as we mm. say, man. It's always yeah, man. It's There's always an inversion. Same old story, whatever kind of thing they're involved, it's just they're allowed to do it and we're not. Basically, it's like one of those kind of things. Rules but, for me. No, what was it? Huh? Rules for thee and not for me. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. But do as you say, not as I do, type shit. Mm. Yeah. Yo, I got totally wrong. Yeah, man, all good, brother. We all have. 
Appreciate <laughs> you, man. Appreciate 420 you is over. Four tw- it's 23.59. Yeah, 420 is time. over in uh, 20 seconds. Big up DJ Pro Tracks. Big up all the crew that were locked in, man. We appreciate each and every one of you mother lovers that were locked in, man. And do remember, if you can, make it down, man. First of, uh, first of May, we're going to be Ooh. down there. Sparfield. Ooh, and if you find me, ask me for one of these. What are they? They look lovely. They, they are lovely. Just Ooh. trust me on that. 420. <laughs> oh, okay. 420 continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm after 421. Hold me one of them. Yeah, man, we're going to be down there, man. It's going to be a lot of fun as well, as you can see. <laughs> May the 1st, man. Don't miss uh, it. Come check me. Um, as always, I'm not working on that day. That's my day off, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, come of course. look for me. Yeah, man. Breaking convention, mother lovers. John ZD, love, man. Bless Peace and love, Thank guys. you for coming through, Peace, brother. Peace, brother. Thank love, you. Man. good, man. Good to have you on, man. <laughs> yeah, that was jokes, bro. Yeah, man. Bless, man. Yes, man. Thank you for coming through as well, brother. Yeah, no, thank you for having Yo, me on. Thank enjoyed you. Enjoyed that, bro. Yeah, that was a lot of Appreciate fun, man. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, as always, man. Make sure you hit him up if you want to get some readings. You're still doing readings or what? Um, Do you know what? I have to kind of... Mm. I am, but like I need to sort out... um, my Update my Zoom. Okay. I need to, oh, yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. get the paid version, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've only got 40 minutes. Because yeah, basically, because yeah, I went like, last year when I went to Cyprus and then I came back, it changed. Mm. It and then, like, and I, I weren't doing readings for yeah. ages. Yeah. And then, like, a few people have asked me recently, and then I've realized, oh, shit, I have to update. So I've just got to sort that out. And mm. then, yeah, I'll be back on it. But yeah, man. It, like, yeah, people can message me even if it's not about a reading as well, man. Yeah, Just, yeah, hit me up, man. Definitely. And check out his YouTube channel, Conscious Minds TV, mother lovers. Get your knowledge. Get your knowledge. Make sure you get your knowledge. You know what I mean? Thanks for coming through, brother, as always. It's Mem DVG. Thank you, man. No problem, man. You know Thank you as well, guys. You know how we do it, man. Appreciate all you mother lovers that were locked in. Big up to Liz Williams, Turbo Tubalicious. You know what I mean? Mr. Green, you're more. Big up to King Chico, Martha Sovereign. I feel like I should say Matha Sovereign. Mother, yeah. Yeah, Mother Sovereign. Yeah, Mother Sovereign. Big up, man. Happy 420, all you mother lovers. Tempest Elixir. Yeah, boy. What's that? W12MC. Yes. Yeah, people knew about the fiberglass. I'm glad to see that. Big up Sinead. Shout out to Chase 404. Big up all the crew locked in, man. And uh, Turbo Tubalicious saying, don't forget to like and comment. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to do the yes. comment thing. That thing's helping as well, man, yeah. by the way. Big up to IBMCs. Yeah, man. Like, comment. Subscribe to everything. Go on your mum. Go on your mum's computer and subscribe to everything on that. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. Get your nan's phone. Subscribe to everything on that. Big up Ginger Joe. Yes, I remember doing your little Ginger Joe uh, Puff Daddy challenge. Yes, I remember, <laughs> I remember doing that, man. That was jokes. That was jokes, man. I think that was over Instagram, innit? Robbie Love. Shout out to DJ Pro Tracks. Where wow, people went in tonight, boy. That's what we like to see. Black Einstein. Yep. Yeah, we got a whole lot more coming for you, man. Big up to Vinny B. We're going to catch up with you soon, bruv. 
Big up to Oshi. Yeah, boy. That was fun tonight, man. That was a good one, D. Shout yeah. out to my brother, Dan DNA, as always. Dan Dolph, holding down <laughs> the boards. Big up to Amandi Juma. Shout out. Yes, always, man. Man in the boards, you know, making sure that everything works in synchronicity, like we always talk about. Yeah. Thank you very much. All of you lot, you know, we'll be back next week with some more, man. Happy 420. I hope you lot got blazed with us, boy. Definitely, I've got the cotton mouth now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Munchies time like to go. Mother lover. Yeah. <laughs> I should have shown, I'll post on my Insta, like, I'll show you the type of munch when I get the munchies. 420. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. That's what we got to do. It's time to get out of here. My name is My Stiggy. That's Dan DNA. That's Mem. That's Mem DVG. That was John ZD. And this is some shit you might not never know nothing about, mother lovers. But guess what? We're out. <laughs>